Hello, and welcome again to our episode two of The Big Guns. I'm still Justin. Still the leader. Flint. Yeah, Magnesium. What is my guy's name? It's Magnesium, Magnesium Flint. Flint. <laughs> That's it, Magnesium <laughs> Flint. Uh, Dwarven Operator. Uh, we have a new voice. I don't know if you guys picked it up, but uh, let's see uh, what Jason has to say first. Hi, everybody. I'm still the one. Well, I might not be Flint in charge, but I am in charge of this whole shenanigan that we're running here. Not really sure how my f- dumb accents are going to sound, everybody, because apparently my voice doesn't sound like my voice. Who knew? Wonderful and beautiful. Yeah, it's definitely not either of those things. <laughs> but I do hope you're all enjoying our, our little podcast here. I know we have a lot of fun making it, so thank you for listening. And hey, I'm probably Will, and I'm playing Charlie, your tactical support animal. <laughs> what? All right, so our new player, our new voice, you may have just heard her little snicker. Uh, Tess, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Uh, there's not much to know. I love playing role-playing games. I love podcasting. I like playing games with the people that I'm playing games with right now. I also love playing my character, who coincidentally is Masuki, and has a serious code of honor that has nothing to do with my code of honor. <laughs> wow. Well then, let's take it to the intro. gentlemen and lady so it's a couple hours to drive back in your in your blood-soaked atv don't really even have a sheet to cover up your fallen comrades every bump hurts charlie despite the fact that you mag has given you excellent medical care you're still in a little bit of pain but the uh the drugs are starting to kick in so the only pain you have might be the psychological loss of two people that you saw gunned down in front of you and Relatively senseless violence. I wonder if I could sort of feel their minds go. Probably. Well, they definitely don't have much left. 
Yeah. You weren't the one that healed any of them, so you were just kind of standing around in shock and in pain. Yeah. So maybe you did feel them. Those candles just kind of burned down to the wick. Mags, how you feeling, buddy? Your first real mission now that this uh, mercenary company has been incorporated. What's on Mags' mind as he pilots his vehicle home? Well, I mean, in the heat of the moment, while everything was still, you know, guns blazing, adrenaline flowing, Mag was obviously pretty pumped and really happy to uh, get this uh, golden goose, as he was thinking of the attending. But uh, as he settles down, you know, he's just lost two very close companions. While Charlie and Matsuki and the uh, the rest met them within the last few months or so after we got to Marl, they all came with Mag from across the continent, basically, almost. Almost to the coast is where they started out as they traveled from town to town all the way to the Peckless Empire. So... That's probably settling in pretty hard on him right now. Yeah, like the, the sheer quickness. I mean, you're not a stranger to battle, but Scarlet barely even... She was running from the, the truck to cover and just got gunned down in an instant. Yeah. I mean, Boone at least held the fight for a while before he was just unfortunately overwhelmed. And looking at your wounded Naruni friend and glancing back out your rearview mirror, the, his car that you're towing... And, Seeing that vibroblade mark through the windshield, you realize just a few inches to the right, it could have been you. Yeah, but it's more the guilt that I, I I made the call for us to engage. And I made the call, well, Mag made the call for, well, selfish reasons. He, he saw dollar signs. And the price was definitely not worth it. That's the general mood on the long trip back. Meanwhile, back on the outskirts of Marl at this little mercenary compound slash home base, Tess, um, Masuki, and Kairos have spent the majority of the afternoon coming on to early evening here, ripping apart those leg servos on that glitter boy, and it looks like finally everything's back up to operational status. Oh, thank fucking God. Jesus, this took forever. I mean, you say forever, but I'm saying, in the grand scheme of things, maybe you should just let me, just this one time, put a little bit of decoration on that. Do not touch my suit. <laughs> Fine. So I imagine the two of you are relaxing with maybe a beer, maybe some food. Definitely a beer. Definitely some food. I'm sure that uh, working on this thing has probably taken its toll. There's probably, like, grease and shit everywhere, and personally, Masuki could care less. Does Mizuki stay here, or does she have her own place in or around the town? I oh, know, she's definitely staying here. Okay, So yeah, there is no privacy, really. It is, as you can see on the map, set up like a dormitory style, like it's a squad bay. But there's definitely a, a hot and a cot for you. Excellent. And a place to store this fucking armor, which is yeah. the important part. But yes, your, your ancestral armor, the suit that you have been chosen to take care of, is back to 100% operational status. As you two are sort of just relishing in the quiet that has not really been in this compound in the last couple um, weeks, you hear the familiar purr of the engine of the uh, mountaineer pulling up, and uh, 
moving into the repair bay. So yeah, I think Lasan kind of gets out, uh, just kind of doesn't really make eye contact with the mag. It's a... Boss, I'm gonna I need some R and R. Gonna go hit the club. <laughs> he just kind of walks off. Don't forget about your job tonight at the club, you son of a bitch. Doesn't really react. He just keeps going. <clears throat> so, uh, what are you guys doing with the bodies and your unconscious alien pal? <clears throat> are you gonna take him into town to get a real doctor? Or are you gonna keep him here, perhaps to pull a misery or garner more <laughs> favor and affection from him when he eventually comes to? Now, I believe we'll go ahead and take him to town. Um, it would be better for him to see, you know, an actual medical professional be treated in uh, an actual med bay somewhere than to just wake up here and feel like he got somehow pulled into some sort of hostage situation. Are you going to pay for this medical care or are you going to just tell them to bill him when he wakes up? <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> I'll do that. I'm not... I'm not paying for shit. Okay. Don't worry, this is my hard-earned credits. So I'm gonna get them. Speaking of hard-earned credits, were anybody feeling particularly uh, sticky-fingered, or what about his vehicle that you towed? No, I think Charlie just tried to collapse, and as soon as we pull up, he's just gonna go into the barracks and sleep on a freshly unowned bunk. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That reminds me, does Charlie live on the compound as well, or does he have his own place? Yeah, I think I have, I found, um, like, a little vent in the uh, mutant animal area that kind of opens up into a little space. Um, where he has, like, some plants and some, like, chew toys and, like, a little soft bed. Um, he probably shares with his See? little frog friend, depending on, I'm gotcha. not sure how big the frog is, actually, but... Probably a little bit taller than you. You're oh. roughly the size of a human child. He's probably a little bit closer to, like, my height. Like a short human. Okay, we probably don't share it then. There's not enough space. Um. Uh, bear in mind that the ship, as you're starting to learn and you've heard when you've started to talk to people, is clearly designed on a scale five times larger, at least, than a human being. Okay. So the air ducts are sizable. Okay, hmm. Unless you are literally finding a crack in the bulkhead, which is possible due to the violent nature of the way this thing crashed yeah. a couple hundred years ago. It's probably like a crack or like a hidey hole that one of the creatures had. Um, maybe it's kind of hidden. Something like that. Gotcha. So you're not actually paying rent is what, you're, what I'm hearing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what about Mag? Are you going to keep a hold of this thing's vehicle? Are you leaving it at the hospital? Just broken down as it is? Are you going to attempt to no. take anything from him? Yeah, I'm I'm going to park the uh, Mountaineer here at the base uh, along with his vehicle. I need to make sure he has a reason to come looking for us. Don't want that uh, uh, potential reward to get misplaced. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, and so, also, I'm probably going to try to fix it up, too. What about his his sidearm? Uh, obviously, you guys picked it up as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll leave that here. There, we we would just have to check it when we brought it. Uh... Uh, it's a sidearm, so technically it, it could be allowed inside the the bulk of the center of the city in the ship itself. There is no oh, such yeah, right. real firearm policy on the outskirts. The stuff that's spilling over. 
Mostly just because at the time, they just don't have the personnel to actually enforce it. There's no walls around that area yet, so there's no way to do like a checkpoint. Uh, but anybody entering the, the hulk of the ship into the city proper are required to check anything above uh, pistol or like vibro knife. Well, anything he has on him that would make it through the guard station, then I'll just take with him. So you're actually going to go to like a, one of the more established doctors that's in the city, not like a... Yeah, a I'm going to take clinic. him into the ship. Okay. Yeah, I have to go into the ship anyway to report to the council, and uh, I want to make sure he gets the best medical care possible. I don't want him to wake up feeling like we didn't take care of him. Gotcha. Are you going to wait to do this, or you, like check in with um, Masuki and Karis, or are you going to just... Drop the boys off and drive over there. Or I guess no. You... I, well, once we get there, I mean, I assume we'll have a moment to check in with everybody and see how everything is while we swap over vehicles. So that's where we're at now. So yeah, uh, Lasan is just kind of bid himself an adieu as he goes off to mourn or drown his sorrows. As then you, Charlie, and Clark have parked your vehicles. You have two dead bodies and an unconscious alien in the uh, mountaineer. And you've towed a broken-down hover vehicle. And as you enter the main foyer of your compound, you see Masuki and Karis just kind of coming out of the kitchen. And Where are you guys? What? Whoa. When did you get back? We just got back. We need a hand. We got uh, casualties. I hate violence. And then I go to bed. <laughs> Come help me. Uh, we gotta take this one into this one survivor into town because he needs medical attention. And we've gotta see to we have to see to the proper care of the other two bodies. You see a look of worry on like Harris's face, because remember Lasan didn't walk in, so she doesn't actually know who died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mag just turns around and heads back out to the Mountaineer. And Tess, you did see Charlie before he just immediately went to the barracks, which you've known he doesn't typically sleep here. He looked pretty rough. Like, he's bandaged up. Uh, he's got some laser scoring on some of his fur. Fur stained with blood here and there. And he's definitely walking and, like, in the manner of somebody who's still quite pained, despite being doped up to the eyes. Yeah, I imagine kind of how the shield works is that it, like, managed to disperse the force around my body, except for where it cracked, uh, which caused, like, lacerations. Yeah. Man, I bow out of one combat and all of a sudden everything's gone to shit. But she puts down her plate. I guess it's time to go retrieve some bodies. Really? We sure could have used your gun there. It'll be there next time. We're up and ready to go now. Not that you have any place to go now. But now I can do it. Alright. And so when you get out there, you'll see the neatly arranged bodies of. Scarlet and Boom. They're not breathing. As uh, uh, And also the blue alien with no mouth. <laughs> but he, he is breathing, I think. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if they breathe. He breathes. But he's alive. Okay, there you go. That's, that's what I was looking for. And, and he has a handout if you want to see a picture of what he kind of looked like. I would love to see a picture. He is Barati Vaughn. So yeah, it looks like uh, Scarlet and Boone have massive laser burns in their chest. Scarlet's look like it hold her right through the heart. 
Ooh, it looks like he took a couple of blasts. But looks like the lung shot or his spine probably got burned in half. Did you do the grisly task of stripping them of their Kevlar vests? Um, no. We'll have to prepare their bodies. I, I wouldn't have just, just ripped them down there. But we'll have to do that uh, soon. Yeah. I'm actually going to send uh, Clark to with the uh, Uteni okay. to take him to the hospital so I can stay. And... Yeah, we did say last time you do have yourself a, a normal just kind of around yeah. town kind of car. Mm -hmm. So you and Clark managed to maneuver the Uteni to the back seat, laying him out like a you know, horizontal there. Like, alright boss, uh, any place in particular you want me to drop him? Feel free to come up with a doctor's name and force me to make an NPC. <laughs> uh, take him to the Commerce District. They have the best doctors. So. Just uh, drop him off somewhere there. God. Also, uh, drop off that uh, camcorder recording with the council secretary. That way, they'll have evidence of what we encountered. Copy that, chief. Clark makes his exit. And now, Mac will do the uh, distasteful portion of preparing their bodies, taking yeah. off all their dirty clothes, finding clean sheets to wrap them in stuff like that yeah i'll definitely give a hand with that and say some sort of words over each body to myself as i uh am preparing them yeah the smell of melted kevlar fills your nostrils along with the you know sharp tang of blood and burning skin but at least for scarlet it looks like it was quick so here's a curious thing that I didn't think I would have to consider so early. What kind of funeral services do you think we would do? Are we a put them in the ground type of people or a burn them on a pyre type of people? <laughs> we are. Throw them in the air with telekinesis <coughs> and shoot them with the boom gun. Kind of <laughs> I Jesus. would do that. Okay. <laughs> That's our send-off. That's our send-off. <laughs> Those rounds ain't cheap, so it is somewhat That's of That's what I have this guy for. Exactly. It's, <laughs> yeah. It means a lot. I feel like they would get the the one gun salute, the big, you know, the the boom gun salute. That's the least I can do for them. I like that. Uh, I kind of lean toward the pyre thing, just because I personally want to be go out that way. But uh, I mean, we can bury them, and that way we have headstones and stuff that we can go sit sit down and talk to. I mean, I personally would my character personally would probably not want to bury them you can definitely pull your people but ultimately mag it is your responsibility as they were your employees and died working for you <laughs> on your watch they, they don't exactly have wills also you've known them longer than anybody so most of them didn't expect to live this long anyways so <laughs> in the interim masuki's going to go and polish up the newly repaired armor so they can get ready for this one gun salute yeah thankfully your mercenary compound is just specifically wanted it to be on the edge of the outskirts of town so when you fire off that <laughs> or supersonic round you won't blow out the windows of your neighbors 
Excellent, excellent. I was wondering about that. I was like, I mean, I'm but everybody else it. is probably gonna have to be inside and look out a window of some kind. <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh, or just stand far enough away where they won't be deafened. So Tess is prepare. Says Masuki is preparing for the boom gun salute. But it, ultimately, it was up to you, Justin. How are you taking care of your your fallen here? Oh, I definitely want to do the boom gun salute. Um, uh, and I I'm fine with burying them. I mean, I think uh, dwarves would be more inclined to return to the earth, that sort of thing. Also, I kind of like the idea of having the, the, the graves that we can go to. So, so more still doing the boom gun, but more is just a salute. Yeah. All right. I didn't think we were actually going to throw our dear comrades up into the air like no, skeet. But you could obliterate them with a boom gun and just... Yeah. It didn't have to be a skeet shoot. We could just take them like... 600, 700 miles away. All right, let's do it that way then. We can just do that. I mean, it's, it saves you some digging. <laughs> and, and there will be a crater. <laughs> All right. I like it. All right. Uh, yeah, that, that'll be our send-off then. We will literally obliterate them with the uh, with the boom gun. Right. All right, and so we are going to fast forward then. Um, I'm assuming you're going to do this relatively soon. Yes. Yeah. Like, are you going to try to make it a priority to do it in the next day, or as long as it's sometime in the next day or two, you'll be fine with it? I mean, you don't really have a refrigerated storage area either, so... Gross. Yeah, I'd probably go ahead and begin preparations right now. Okay. Uh, I, it, and assuming nothing interrupted it, I would go ahead and do it as soon as possible. Okay. Perfect. So, a couple hours pass as you prepare the bodies. Get the word around. Clark eventually returns... Let you know he dropped him off at like one of the first docks he saw in the commerce section. Told him to just to build a guy, and then left our our frequency to contact. Lasan <laughs> right. is not to come back. Obviously, he has work tonight too. You you straight up told him to. So it's up to you. Are you gonna wait for the next day so he could be present, or are you gonna go ahead and just get this over with as quickly as possible? I feel like we'd set it up for like first thing in the morning. Okay. So the night goes by, you know, I'm sure you, in the wee hours, still awake, running over what happened in your mind several times, probably giving uh, Karis and Masuki a rundown of what happened, what kind of opposition you fought, uh, maybe sharing stories about the Fallen. Touche. But let's cut to the next day. It's early. Yesterday's kind of sunlit, breezy sky is kind of more reflected of your mood. It's... A little gray still early in the morning here. A little bit of light drizzle. Uh, this being kind of like, you know, formerly Texas. It's probably not going to last for forever, but... Move substantially away from the base. You have the bodies set up. Masuki is fully in her power armor suit. You have your comrades basically laid out in the distance. Still with easily targetable range. Does anyone want to say a few words, or is it just going to be a click-click, bang-bang? I think Lasan shows up, either hungover or still drunk, not well-shaven, really rumpled up. Uh, so he's just kind of squinting in the sunlight, trying to stay upright. And Charlie's just kind of watching what everyone else is doing and just kind of trying to kind of sit up straight, very alert, just trying to pay attention and basically mirror everybody that's fair i'm pretty sure karis is just being uh 
stoic about the entire thing, even though there are probably tears streaming down her face. Oh, like glitter boy armor. No one can see you cry. Oh no, no, that's that's Masuki, and Karis. she's not crying at all. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. Just let you know, you can because oh, yeah. nobody could see it. <laughs> that's true, but yeah, she would spend like an hour before firing the gun, like meditating and mentally preparing herself. Charlie's gonna lick uh, Bright's hands. He sees her crying. Karis. Yeah. Oh. Alright, Mags, if anybody's gonna say a give a moving eulogy, it's up to you, it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Mag will walk over to the two bodies laid out, set a bottle down full of whiskey. These two have they've traveled for a while with me now. Many a time I wouldn't wouldn't be here again for one for them. I can't uh, can't say I never saw this happening. We've all lost many brothers and sisters here, both in previous battles and on our trek across the country. Scarlet, <laughs> Scarlet, actually, uh, she saved me first time I met her. She pulled me out of a hole when I'd been shot. Fairly air unconscious. Never would have been found except. Well, you know how sneaky she is. <laughs> she, she was looking for a hidey hole herself. Discovered my corpse there. <laughs> Near corpse, I guess. She's the reason I didn't turn into a corpse. Funny thing is, that's also when we met Boone. <laughs> when we come out, we were uh, trying to find a way around enemy lines get back to the encampment. When we heard Boone screaming over the, over the dumb rail guns. It was louder than the weapons. <laughs> he charged up on his own. Damn fool should have died that day. Probably should have died many a days. Well, I thought he couldn't know. He lived with that. We followed the sound of him screaming. I made it back to the lines. We both bought him a drink that night. Uh, it was this whiskey right here. You two go for it. Don't imagine it'll be too long for I join you up there. And he just kind of lowers his head. A little tear rolling out of his eye. He walks away. Gives a nod to Masuki. And giving a good distance away. And then Tess, Masuki's got the bodies targeted here. You've staged them close enough together that one round should do it. And it just... You pull the trigger. It's like a race between what you notice first. The grass just sort of moves out in a concussive wave, and then it's like all the thunder that a storm contains goes off right around the glitter girl. And then in the horizon where the bodies are, just 
a giant column of stone and sand and grass erupts and your friends are no more. So just want to call out something real quick. First of all, I gave it to you Benny Justin for a touching little eulogy there. As well as you earned the secret, Benny, the first person to express actual grief in character. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to... The, the the secret Benny uh, sound effect is probably uh, way less uh, serious and somber than that moment. Grief. I was thinking more like a play on secret lover. We'll see. So, the next thing we're going to do is you wait to hear back from doctors or saved alien arms dealers as we're going to run an interlude scene okay i actually what this does is have an idea i actually have an idea for a scene okay well what we're going to do because they are the mechanic itself is a little bit random mm. you do not have to participate if you don't want to but if you do you earn a benny okay so it's a bum, little bit bum, determined bum. we're going to do a downtime interlude so this is basically something you're doing to while away the hours as you're waiting to hear about your next mission or even the actual fallout of this one so who would like to go first i would all right so will i'm gonna draw a card here and then it'll give us a broad category of your downtime so you drew diamonds which is you study or work on an object of some sort what is it oh interesting so you work on an object hmm so charlie's been involved in um animal rescue missions um mostly helping animals that aren't as gifted uh physically or mentally um so i suppose like real world um animals so he heads back to um sort of like the the vet clinic um or rescue operation that he is closely affiliated with and he's going to try and help them paint a new sign as they're getting uh, started so mind you uh charlie does not have opposable thumbs so this is going to be very yes, hard I was to say <laughs> tiny little hands but but damn it all if charlie doesn't try his best yes it's so hard to stay mad in it yeah and despite your injuries and your lack of opposable thumbs your help is appreciated by the local <laughs> mutant animal community probably not used but appreciated <laughs> yes you're like that young kid on a Habitat for Humanity for the first time. It's like, we're not going to give you anything important. <laughs> but here you go. Yeah. Paint this. All right, so Charlie, you spent a day or two working with the uh, get that painting, that sign, and get everything up and running. Enjoy your Benny, Charlie. Thank you. All right, who is next? Okay, let's have fun. All Why right, not? Tess. You also got a diamond. So, again, same thing. So you are working on something or studying an object of some sort. What is it? Wow. I mean, realistically speaking, I'm probably working on my power armor and trying to figure out a way to upgrade it. How's that going for you? This I is ancient technology. I don't think it's going too well. That's why it needs upgrading, because it's a hand-me-down. And one day I hope to make it my own, but uh, so far, no good. Yeah, it turns out that laser-resistant coating also seems to want to resist paint. <laughs> So you can't even really, like, you know, decorate you it too much on your own. Ah, <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> oh, the ancients make me ill. 
So is Masuki kind of like losing herself in this work to not think about what's going on, or is this something she would be doing anyways, even if uh, there hadn't been casualties? How does she feel about the fact that they died and she wasn't there? Oh, no, that's that's the whole thing. It's survivor's guilt because I should have been there. They should have had a chance at life. But they didn't. And at this point, I can't convince myself it's not because I wasn't there because I'll never know. Yep. I'm guessing Masuki's going to try her damnedest to make sure this never happens again. Yeah. All right, Tess. Enjoy the Benny. All right, Justin, you're up. Let's see what we get. Ooh, spades. So for you, this should work. The character spends time alone in quiet contemplation. What does he do? Well, uh, he's uh, got to pull another bottle of that whiskey out. He's going to go overlook the crater that used to be his friend's. He's going to sit there, occasionally throw rocks at the forest where the males are fucking looking. Drink that bottle of whiskey. He doesn't actually see any elves because he's alone, but he, just in case, he throws them in the bushes to make sure they're not sneaking around. <laughs> oh, damn it. Damn elves. Respect a man's privacy. What's going through Mag's head during all this? Uh, shouldn't have made that call. I should have known we weren't ready for such a... We were outgunned. Outnumbered. I wish they were still here. Also, I was kind of an asshole to Rasan. That wasn't nice. It wasn't his fault. It was my call. And uh, that's it. He just replays all the scenes, like, trying to figure out where, like, specifically he made his tactical errors. Like, which... How, how should he have gone about this? Uh, should he have just scrubbed the whole thing and, and walked away from it? Should he have given different orders? Should he have gone a different way? That's pretty much what he does the whole time. He just replays the whole encounter from beginning to end over and over in his head till the bottle's gone. You all spend the next few days going about your tasks, pretty much finding anything you can to clear up your, uh, your well, your anguish. I'll go ahead and let you with your repair skill, Justin. You can get the plastic, or the uh, huntsman armor that your enemies have worn. You can get that repaired, uh, no problem. It wasn't too badly damaged, thankfully. Mostly because the weapons used against it were, for the most part, not strong enough to really pierce it. So mostly it was just uh, some minor nicks and dings with the materials you have on hand. You can get all that back up and running. Still haven't heard anything from your Uteni that you've rescued. Haven't heard anything from the council either. Uh, until about like two days afterward. And you're in the base and anybody who walks by the communications area up here sees that there is somebody approaching like in a small like kind of like just on a small like kind of motorcycle they kind of stop right by like the tree line here and get ready to walk up yeah so mag would have been working on that truck um also over the past couple days that hover truck i believe this thing had four wounds not mistaken so each roll is going to take you two hours because you have a repair shop, Justin. You're not. There's no penalty because you have at least a full garage here. Each roll takes about two hours. Go ahead and give me a repair roll here, real quick. We'll say the first roll won't require any like additional parts, uh, but your second yeah. roll will we'll probably have to go out to town and get yourself some pieces to fix things. 
I will say, though, you are at a minus one just due to the fact that this is alien technology that you've never worked with before. That's cool. fine. And also, um, I realized that if we were I was doing some of my repair rolls incorrectly last time. Because uh, anytime it involves electronics, you have to take the lower of your repair or your electronics. A rule I had forgotten about. Yeah. Uh, and my electronics is a lower die. It's still pretty good, don't get me wrong. It's just not as good as repair. So, uh, but I am curious as to, like, the, like if you get a bonus to repair checks and you have to take the lower of your repair or electronic die, do you just take the lower die but still add the repair I'm going to say we'll still use the bonuses because it's okay. still, in my mind, it's still a repair check. It's just doing a, a, a trait substitution on it. But it's still a repair okay. check. You're not necessarily making an electronics check. You're making a repair check, but you're kind of capped at the die. So I'll, I'll allow it. All right, let me roll this. I will just roll for this one. You can uh, use actual repair because uh, most of the damage isn't to the like the electrical systems. Okay. It's mostly physical. All right, I'll roll this then. And this, uh, you said I'm at a minus one because alien technology, right? Yeah, just because it's something you've never worked with before. All right, and because it's a well, I guess the vehicle interface wouldn't really matter since it's not to the electrical systems or yeah. anything like and that. And you are actually an additional minus four due to the vehicle's wounds themselves. Yeah, okay, so then this would be at a total of a minus five. Yes, sir. Plus five, so it's really it's just an even roll for me, but I got a uh, seven and a five, so that uh, won't do it. Well, the seven, 7 is a success. 7 is good. So you do manage to repair some of the structural damage. Um, looks like it's going to be a long way to go, but it's not on the verge of collapse. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of get it back in better condition. That way, when the attuning comes back, I can, uh, you know, have something a little more presentable for them. Yeah. You do realize, though, at this stage, like anything now that you have to do, you're actually going to need some parts. Like, you kind of used up what you had on hand that could conceivably use, because mostly you're just doing big structural, like you're replacing damaged plating, uh, like physically like yanking parts out and like welding and, and banging them into shape. Uh, but anything after this will require you to spend a little bit of money. That's probably not just a little bit either. Yeah, it's probably, probably not. It's probably <laughs> several thousand. <laughs> uh, no, I'll do that. I'll do what I can do for free. I'm not about to go buy this guy a bunch of yeah. fucking... Do you at any time attempt to, like, access the storage compartment on this thing? I would definitely be tempted, but I don't. With your like, repair uh, roll, I, I, and since you did succeed, I'll let you know, it looks like it is heavily reinforced, and you think you see the outlines of what may be some kind of self-destruct or booby trap. Yeah, and it's not just that. It's that I know that there's a, a good deal of valuables in there. But um, he's constantly weighing, like, yeah, short-term games versus long-term games. Yeah. It's not that he, like, is necessarily honorable or anything like that. Yeah. I wouldn't just steal from anybody. But at the same time, the temptation of the fucking Naruni tech that is probably in there would be a lot. But the temptation of the discounts and continual dealings with Naruni uh, is way higher. So that's actually the reason he doesn't break in there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Will, what was the scene you had in mind for Charlie here? Uh, so, uh, I'd actually like to find Masuki. Not hard to find at all. I'm literally 
pretending like my life is not as tragic as it is by working on my armor. Hey, Mizuki. Um, so Mag mentioned something to me the other day. Um, when we went to get the job, there was this really friendly elf, and I thought they were friends because he was really friendly. But when we came back and we saw that your armor was busted, Mag said that the elf probably did it. So I thought that we'd go kind of investigate that, like see what his problem with, is with us. I'll distract him, and then you can like go break into his shop and like see if you can find anything. Um, and if we can like prove it, oh. then we can get revenge. And I know Mag's like really upset right now, but maybe it'd make him feel better if we dealt with this elf. I think it would definitely make him feel better if we dealt with this elf. Who is this now, elf? Masuki, you know for a hundred percent fact that nobody tampered with your suit. It <laughs> right. was fault you you found the faulty piece of equipment. Turns out it was from like the last time you had it repaired. Whoever did it just did a substandard job. And you were put it too far through its paces, especially with those rocket assisted leaps. I mean, I guess there's a slim chance it could have been some kind of sabotage, but I imagine Masuki's pretty particular about who she lets near that thing. Gotcha. So, so I recognize... To the best of your knowledge, is... nobody has probably tampered with it. Uh, can you really be certain? I think you should go to investigate that out, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Charlie, no one... Uh, I don't think anyone messed with my armor. I don't think Mag would lie to me. I... Also, don't think Mag would lie to you. I don't think that Mag would lie to any of us. Damn, yeah. <laughs> Justin, you're stupid virgin elves. Um. <laughs> yeah, Charlie just has like this really sweet look on his face, just looking up at you, like so trusting. We will definitely investigate this. Because perhaps Mag is wrong and uh, everyone deserves a fair trial. But no, you're correct. Mag would never lie to you, so we will definitely investigate. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm just going to take go. off. So yeah. <laughs> All right. uh... <laughs> We're All right, going. So, <laughs> let's, let's get some common knowledge rolls out of the two of you to see if we can figure out <laughs> where to find Arden Vale. Okay, I, I'm bad at this. So excited for my new life. <laughs> Maybe we'll be using these newfound interlude bennies. Well, Charlie, you actually got a success on your wild die, so you have a decent idea of where you might want to start looking. See yep, if, if Tess can get a raise. A seven. Oh, and Tess got a one and a five. Ouch. <laughs> well, five's still a success. Yeah. Yes. So That's you true. both kind of realize from what little you know of Arden Vale, with what you've heard, he's a he's a techno wizard. Yeah. So you have two options. There is like a, a mystical kind of ward where a lot of practitioners have kind of gathered, mm -hmm. mostly due to the general sense of like fear and slight mistrust that some people still have of magic, even in a kind of melting pot community like this. Yeah. But he's also being a techno wizard, and you and you think you've heard uh, Mag's grumbling a time or two. Uh, Arden probably also has just a, a general kind of repair shop. Yeah. Somewhere like, um, not if necessarily in like the main bazaar, but like definitely not far from it. Probably someplace close to the outer hull of the, the wreck where vehicles could easily get in and out. Mm -hmm. So okay. you kind of, you know, you could, those two areas would probably be a good bet. 
Okay. Uh, to at least find out more or potentially track him down. Yeah, so he, he did mention also uh, that he was specifically talking about increasing like the electrical output of the power sources that we have. So I'll go to the more techie area. Try and find right. him. Techie area it is. So once you make your way to the ship, so you're coming through essentially this little ramshackle town that's starting to spill outward of the massive hulk that sticks out of the earth. On the kind of ground level is the, the kind of hard-packed dirt streets go into what is, looks like a giant opening that maybe it was one part ancient energy blast or that they've kind of repurposed into like a gateway. Mm -hmm. You do see some armed guards with no discernible uniform. Looks like there is like a, uh, a heavily armored kind of compartment off to the side where people are checking in weapons and things. So typical rule, as you're both aware of living in Marl for a few weeks now, anything over a handgun needs to be checked and no yeah, actual yeah. power armor inside the ship without yeah, yeah. special dispensation saw that coming <laughs> i kind of turn to misuki and i say uh mag says i am the big gun but they don't know that so i can just go right yes yes okay. that's none of their concern a guy walking by like stops a few paces after you turns his head back to look looks at the little dog boy this is the young woman. Gives you guys both like a raised eyebrow and then walks further along towards the <laughs> ship. Alright, well, so. we're going in search of an elf. So. so as you go through, like the guard kind of just gives you a hold up. Holding anything? No. Nothing. No thumbs. Uh, and you kind of see... Masuki, you notice it more than Charlie. It looks like somebody... While this guard is speaking to you, somebody else is surreptitiously conducting a scan a couple seconds go by guards kind of like all right you're free to go thank you much appreciated it's kind of gives you a first kind of nod and then hear him stop are you holding anything like the next people start coming in <laughs> traffic's pretty busy people coming in and out from the the outskirts here a lot of vehicles are kind of getting out of the way of odd foot it'll take you a little while so let's see, you want to find Arden Vale, huh? Sure do. Yep. Are you going to split up or work as a team? No, no, we're working as a team. Yeah. Great. So what this is going to end up being is going to be a persuasion check to ask people <laughs> around. Okay. So, who is going to be the primary mover and shaker here? I have a D8 with that. Aha, uh -huh, it's definitely going to be the cute puppy. <laughs> now, Tess, uh you would have a plus one to anybody that recognizes you as a Glitter Boy pilot, but... Without side of your armor, it probably wouldn't come into play in this particular check. Exactly. Me and this D4, we're riding shotgun. All right, Tess, since you're going to be assisting, go ahead and make your persuasion roll. A success oh. will give him a plus one, and a raise will give him plus two. Or no. That is a failure. You can always it choose is. to re-roll it with a Benny if you'd like, or you can just choose to give no bonus, no penalty. No bonus, no penalty. Okay. All right, Charlie. Masuki's oddly quiet when you approach people. Alright, uh, well I got a four on my <laughs> Maybe wild Maybe she's die. distrustful. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Thank god. Yeah, so I'll just kind of go and kind of bump into people's legs and then look up and go, Hi, do you know where Arden is? Yeah. You have to repeat that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it takes you a, the, a better part of an hour or two. You have to, I imagine at one point, stop, get, get a treat or a drink, yeah. and finally you're... Stumbled in the right section of the ship where you see uh, Arden Vale's shop. 
It looks like a very nice place, easily four times the size of Mag's little garage. Yeah. All sorts of vehicles there. Looks like there's at least three or four other techs working. You hear the loud sound of tools on metal, sparks flying from welds. Looks like he's actually installing some, like, heavy plate armor on a couple vehicles here. And you don't quite see Arden himself, but this is definitely his place. Okay, here's the plan. I'll distract him, and then you go in and look around if you can. I can do that. Okay, cool. Bye. So yeah, I'm going to rush over to, like, a wall. Um, and then I'm going to cast Intangibility and walk through it. Um, and I'm looking for Arden. I'm going to talk to him. So based on your knowledge of, like, kind of the layout of where you came in, you realize that one of the walls here is the actual outer hulk, or outer bulkhead of the ship. So I'm assuming you don't want to walk through that one. Because that would just put you back outside into the outskirts of town. Right, so I'm trying to enter the shop, and you'll see yeah, what my intentions then... are by doing this okay. soon. Give me a stealth check to see if you can manage to get to this wall without anybody stopping the little dog boy. Okay, that's a failure. I will use one of the nice bennies that you gave me. Yes. For <laughs> painting signs. Uh, delete it right now. Yeah. There we go, that's six. Much better. Oh, right. Well, do you want to stand with that? This will be opposed. Yes. I'll stand with that. Let me just do a quick roll. <laughs> you are good. Like some nice. guy drops a tool right when he was getting ready to like, you run by his path and he ducks down to get it. You zip across your little stubby legs waddling <laughs> across the floor as fast as you can. Little tongue <laughs> lagging out. You make it to a wall kind of where you think will lead further away from the actual repair bay and maybe into, like, individual rooms or offices. Yeah. And you go intangible. Okay, so let's do those rolls. That's an 11. Yep. So that's a success with a raise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you I don't... turn ghostly. Yes. So I'm going to go through the wall. I'm looking for Arden. I guess let me know All if right. I see him. So the first thing that strikes you is that these walls are thick. Like they are, like I said before, that from what you know of this place, the original inhabitants and designers of this giant, you know, four thousand like meter ship are uh, big folks. So their bulkheads pretty thick. So you're almost in complete darkness for a little bit as you're just pressing through, and you get that brief moment of just worrisome claustrophobia before yeah. you pump out and then. Uh, you are sticking your head out of a wall. It looks like there's a comfortable leather couch that you can't really tell because you can't touch it. Yeah. And you see the form you're familiar with, Arden Vale, mm-hmm. laying on the couch. Looks like he's like just absentmindedly like working some kind of gemstone in between his fingers mm-hmm. as he's looking at a tablet and just kind of flipping through what looks like schematics. Okay. Do he you... doesn't appear to notice you for a second, and then all of a sudden he looks up. <laughs> being haunted by a ghost puppy and he like starts swatting at your head with the tablet and it goes through it okay <laughs> so fascinating so yeah uh so he starts swatting me and i go "Ooh, i'm the ghost of charlie i was murdered in a mission because you sabotaged our greatest weapon why did you do that and you realize your intangibility is about to run out are you gonna pop all the way out the wall yes <laughs> cool. and i'll spend another point to keep it going Oh, you're just going to maintain it? Gotcha. Yeah. Huh. Ooh. 
I'm... I think I know you. You're... You're Flint's little friend, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, you're dead. You seem like a, a lovely little chap. Thank you. But... Oh, you're welcome, but I refuse to be haunted. <laughs> he like, starts <laughs> going over to his desk, and you hear, like, see him go out of sight for a minute as he's down on his knees. You hear door like drawers rattle. He comes out with what looks to be a an orb surrounded by, like, a, a Faraday cage. <laughs> Let's see, you're, you're a smaller one. He's flipping knobs and just kind of rolls the orb at you. Ooh. <laughs> it's that kind of step back <laughs> from the orb. Yeah. Let me see if this power <laughs> will go off correctly. Alright, so this is a Techno Wizard Gizmo. Let me roll his wild die first, and then let me roll. Yeah, the seven will definitely do it. Is this opposed or no? Um, yes. Okay. Give me a spirit roll, please. Okay. Uh, do I get a? This isn't a mind power, so I don't think I get a plus two. No. It's a ten. Sad face. Okay. So like a pulse of energy goes out. You feel like your form start to kind of a brief second, like that flicker when you first go solid again. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you kind of just power through. Huh. I will take your defensive actions as proof of your guilt. Woo! He like starts scratching his head. And let's cut the test. <laughs> this was all supposed to be a distraction anyway. <laughs> yes. So there are people around there. There's a handful of customers that are like negotiating with like techs and aides. But for the most part, like I said, this major repair way or repair bay has at least five or six vehicles and maybe half again as many techs working at the moment. Excellent. I'm uh, just going to casually walk the fuck in. Okay. After a couple of seconds of not being like noticed, finally a, a young woman walks up. Oh, excuse me, miss. Were you looking to have some work done by Mr. Vale? Uh, no, not exactly. I'm actually just looking for a part in particular. Oh, what would that be? Give me just a moment. She kind of reaches into like a little bag, pulls out a like a basically a Riff's version of a PDA. Yeah, what are you looking for? I'll see if we have it in stock. Um, I'm looking for some sort of uh, replacement servo charger for my power armor. And do you know what kind of model you're using, or? Oh yeah, definitely. And I rattle off the ancient ass fucking model number. Oh, <laughs> oh, that is a. Well, I will actually have to check with Mr. Vale on that to see. Well, 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 well. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Maybe you can. She kind of raises her else. eyebrow. Looks a little quizzical here. Is there uh, a problem? He, he just. He's yeah. got a deal to always keep any kind of glitter boy armor parts on standby for pilots, so no, no, they're, they're not available to the general public. Right, there's not a problem. I just want to make sure that I've talked to you about all the parts I need before you go talk to them. It wouldn't do me oh, any good, of oh, course. I'm so sorry. So sorry to, to rush ahead. Right, if well, I just see, say one thing and then you run off, then you'll have to come back and do it all over again. And I don't want to waste his time because, of course... His time is valuable. Time is money. Money is time. Which is the exact reason I'm here, because I can't go on missions until I get my armor perfectly up and running. But um, I'm not really sure about the second part, and she kind of like drapes her arm over this kid's shoulder and starts walking her <laughs> away, away from whatever fucking direction she was walking to a second ago. <laughs> it's like, so, you see, I've got this like knee issue but it's not a normal knee issue i'm not really sure what's happening like every time i go to step it's like it misfires and all of a sudden possibly maybe 
there's some loose wires or something. Are you good at these kinds of things? Because really, I mean, I'm not sure what the problem is, but I can definitely describe it to you in detail. (laughs) I'm more of a clerk, and I work with the customers here. I don't really do any of the actual repair, but if I could certainly ask Mr. Vale if he knows. Because like I said, he does typically keep an eye out for Glitter Boy parts and holds them so for any Glitter Boy pilots that happen to pass through, which, as far as I know, there's only one in town, which I'm guessing might be you? No, it is definitely most assuredly me. But what I'm saying is, since you're the clerk here, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it all. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he's not a super genius and he's not the best engineer and he's not the best at what he does. He's not the greatest repairman around in these here parts. But what I'm saying to you is, I mean... I don't want to go in looking like I don't know what I'm saying. So if you could help me riddle this out, that'd be great. Right, give me a persuasion check with a plus one. Woo, <laughs> shit. I would say he's not the best. Just saying. No, he's not He's not the best straight up skill was. That wild die will succeed. <laughs> Thank God. Yep, three and a four. Three and a All four. right, um, I've got a break in about 15 minutes. We could maybe go get a coffee. And I, you can walk me through and I can see what I can do. You are an absolute lifesaver. Absolute lifesaver. By the way, the name's uh, Michigan. What's your name? Uh, Eleanor. Ah, it's a pleasure to meet you, Eleanor. Uh, I will definitely meet you back here in 15 minutes. That'd be perfect. Okay. Oh, well, I have, let me go finish up what I have to do before I can clock out. Fantastic. Let's come back to Charlie. So, yeah. Vale's like looking at you. He sees like got his laptop out. He's still like messing with the crystal. Huh. Not that you're not adorable, but this will be a little annoying after a while. And he goes over and just like, <laughs> like poking his finger through you. Huh. Ooh. <laughs> I might have to get one of my colleagues to come here and do a traditional exorcism. This is going to be really awkward in the future. I'm just saying, like we're setting up some weird precedents here. Ah. <laughs> so, Charlie, are you, are you trying to actually accomplish anything other than just to occupy him? Like, uh, yeah, I'm actually like trying to get like an admission, or like if I can get proof through words. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, Give me a persuasion check. Okay, that is a six. Kelly, oh, oh, oh. So yeah, you're trying to sit there and persuade him. He's like, I'm sorry, my little friend, but I don't know what you're talking about. I, unless you're tangentially trying to imply that if, if Flint had purchased goods from me, you would have been in a better spot. But I certainly didn't sabotage any of you here. That's that's just not honorable. And I wouldn't do that to anyone, let alone a, a fellow genius technician like Flint. <laughs> Besides, I while I'm good at me- normal mechanics, and it does pay some of the bills, my love has always been techno-wizardry, and as far as I know, Flint doesn't employ any spellcasters or techno-wizardry, so really not much for me to sabotage, my friend. Besides, you went on that mission not long after I saw you at the council meeting, correct? Yeah. So when did I have time to go and sabotage your gear? Uh, Trello kind of pause for a beat and he'll go I'll go haunt Flint for not purchasing quality materials from your shop what is your you know jingle or whatever I don't really have an ad but um 
tell you what, my young friend, if you have trouble moving on, I will get one of my colleagues to exercise you. So, once you've conducted whatever business this is, and give a, Flint a hello for me if you would. But yes, if you have any trouble, just check back in, preferably daylight hours, not while I'm sleeping. And, uh, I'll see what I can do. Once again, so sorry. I don't really like exercise, but I hope you have a nice day, and I'll walk back to the wall. <laughs> okay. As you're leaving, like, you see him pick up his little orb, he's like, Oh, Cage was loose, and... <laughs> looks like he takes it to his desk and start trying to fiddle with it some more. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. So yeah, I'll just, uh, be on the other are side. Are you trying to be stealthy as you get out, or are you just gonna, like, pop out of the wall and walk across the repair bay? Pretty much. Okay. You startle somebody. Boo. God damn it! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And Tess, you see, finally, you, you see people kind of freak out, and then you see Charlie just come, like, bopping along. <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately grab a nut or a bolt off the closest fucking table to me, and, uh, <laughs> walk up to Charlie. Hey, I think you're right, uh, that he didn't do anything, but I'm kind of confused now about what everyone said to me. I guess Mac is uh, wrong okay. sometimes. Yeah, he is wrong sometimes. Uh, it's completely acceptable, and I start flipping the nut around in my hand. Uh, that being said, we probably need to go, possibly, very soon. I, I completely forgot to do a couple of things to my power armor before we left. Okay. This was important, so priorities. Yeah, well, um, Arden said that we'll be more likely to survive if we buy gear here, so I'll let Mac know. I'm... He also yeah. says that Max are a genius, so... Oh, well that's good. Let's lead with that part. Okay. Cool. Thanks for coming with me. I appreciate it. Oh no, I completely understand. We're in this together. Yeah, the next time I need revenge, I'll come to you too. And next time you need revenge, you should, you should ask me. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, you're gonna <laughs> annihilate so many people. <laughs> Maybe right now I'm thinking about annihilating Mag. So, yeah, we'll, we'll leave. So, Justin, while they're conducting their little <laughs> reconnaissance here, uh, you hear, like, the beeping coming from your comm center here, letting you kind of just know that there's alert that somebody is approaching on a vehicle. And you see, like, from the video cam that you have, like, set up for your front door, it looks like somebody's kicking up a little bit of debris and dust that are approaching on a motorcycle. All right. Well, I'll grab my pistol, put it back in the holster. Go to the front door. Looks coming out here at this time. Oh, hey. Oh, no. Maybe it's that paycheck. Yes. <laughs> and you see this man. Is it Rogar? Yes. You see a, a human male. Looks like he's kind of a little bit older than you equivalency. Like he's probably like in his late 40s, maybe mid 50s. Uh, hair is definitely gray, beard is gray, but not a whole lot of lines on the face. Looks mildly uncomfortable, like, in his getup, because it looks like he's... You kind of just immediately get that click of familiarity, like, you recognize a, a, an old dog soldier kind of like yourself. That, he's got a full bionic right arm as well, so he lost it somehow. Some quality craftsmanship. So I'm assuming you open the door, you're out on your stoop talking to him, or are you waiting for him to come up? I'm just talking to myself <laughs> as he comes up, but I do open the door and, and walk outside. I don't think he can actually hear me. Yeah. Uh, you Mag Flint? Oi. That's, uh, that's me. Proprietor of this establishment. 
How can I help you? Ah, my name is Rogar Flynn. Defense liaison with the Council of Nine. Hmm. Heard you uh, recently done some work for them. Indeed, sir. We uh, we went and investigated a rift. Turned out to be a member of the Neuroni Enterprises. Traveled out. Found himself in a bit of bandit trouble. He pulled his ass up the fire. Yeah, so your man has told me. You mind if I come in and sit? I wanted to discuss the details, and of course, he holds up a, a slim black card that you know to be like a credit card. Also, Boy. <laughs> there's the matter of payment. Yeah, yes, honored guest. <laughs> Everything, one right in. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll lead him to the uh, commissary area. Okay. And uh, clear off the end of the table there, and uh, pull out a bottle of whiskey, and a couple oh. glasses. Thank you. So yes, we were quite impre- the council was quite impressed with your work. Um, glad to know that the threat was neutralized. Although they're not too happy to know there are bandits in the area. Uh, you get the sense when he says that that you definitely there's more going on on the surface there. Whether or not it's a old memory, as like he gets a little bit of a faraway look in his eye, or like casually just kind of rubs his metallic arm there. Boy, go- I agree. There, I might be close for comfort uh, to to be within. Uh... A day's driving range, operating out out like that. Precisely. Be going on there. It's definitely the kind of security threat we don't want to have here. We're trying to conduct a business and create a place where our local farmers come. And honestly, we're counting on their foodstuffs. So if anything happens to them, well, that'll be it for this city. Sounds like you got your priorities straight. I'd like to hear that. Well, I'm familiar with your line of work. I used served on the town guard of Marl here for about 15 years until recently. But the council has appointed me as your your official caseworker, as it were. My job is to assign missions, negotiate fees, find out what you can do for us and what we can do for you. So as far as that matter is concerned, slide you the credit card. Base pay 15000 an extra five for the danger you faced. Council assumes that this will be plenty. Boy, I appreciate your generosity. Uh, the card is gone. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was instantly whisked off the table and put into some secret pocket somewhere. <laughs> now, um, just, I want to clarify real quick. Uh, you did say it was a black card, but what I remember is black cards are black market cards, right? There's like two different cards. There's like black market credit and regular credit. Yeah, this one doesn't, there's like, well, there's some most major banking institutions will have their own kind of card. So typically, coalition states, okay. the black market also has some too. This one doesn't necessarily look like a black market card, but it's definitely not coalition. Just wanted to wanted to be sure. Gotcha. Yeah, I know the universal currency work operates outside of the coalition. I just yeah. uh, I know that not everybody will take black market credit. So, nah, as far as you know, it's just like a generic uh, quantum bank credit card there. While the council is at this point in time not ready to do a prolonged contract uh, with an untested mercenary corporation like yourself, we do, however, think that we could arrange uh, an eventual mutually profitable relationship. That being said, if you are interested in more work, we do think we have something available that should hopefully be a little less dangerous than your previous encounter. 
Mag kind of frowns when he says untested, but he doesn't interrupt him. Or what do you propose? More work is obviously good for us. Keep bread on the table. Well, this would be more typical of actual army work, so dull, monotonous, backbreaking. But for the greater oh, good. It's my favorite kind of work. Seeing as how there were bandits in our sphere, we want to be ready if something should were to happen. We've contracted with several of our local operators to build sensor rigs that need to be placed in a radius around the city. About 20 miles, evenly spaced, best you can. They need to be buried to avoid any potential damage from storms or wandering beasts. But they should give us an early warning radio pulse if anything heavy comes through. Now, we could definitely parse this out. But if your group is willing to do the lion's share of the work, we could pay you 2,000 credits per unit installed. We have 25 units that need to be installed. The issue is, we don't want this project to take too long. Ideally, we'd like it done sometime in the next five days to have it completed and up and running. Every day that we don't, leaves a hole in our security. Well, it does sound a little boring, but you did pick the right crew. Uh... You may have heard about my own technical skills, so I say that we are uniquely qualified for this type of job, and uh, to be honest, we could use a little boring work. The last mission was uh, a bit costly, if you know what I mean. Yes, I understood you lost some people. Apologies. Well, I understand that you know what it's like, so no need to hash things out between two men know what they're talking about. Part of the job. Any specific uh, concerns with these sensors? So it slides like a... Uh, reaches like behind him, pulls out like a little data pad. And like kind of nods to you to pull out one so you can like uh, Wi-Fi some files here. I just pull out a jack. I pull a cable like right out of my forehead. Or uh, the side of my head, my temple. He puts it on the table, slides it between the two of you. Starts pulling up some files, which you're instantly kind of downloading into your uh, cybernetic onboard computer here. Looks like there's a map, roughly like a, just a circular radius, with about 25 little points. Each one about 20, 25 miles outside of town, as uniformly as possible. These are basic early detection and plus radio pulse beacons. Designed to be sturdy, withstand a decent amount of beating and tampering. We do believe that burying them would be best, just to avoid any, well complications through weather or wandering creatures as I said earlier. So that's the part right. of the work that will be difficult. Each one looks like they weigh a couple hundred pounds. Like they're big just kind of rigs. Like probably about like five or six feet. Uh, mostly cylindrical. Now they are old and repurposed so you might have to do some actual repair work if necessary if anything shorts on you but I will guarantee that at least when they go into your possession they will be operational. Like I said, oh, don't worry, they'll be that way when we're done with them, too. Good to hear. Now, ideally, we'd like I said, we'd like all 25 units to be placed and activated within five days. So, if you don't think your group can handle them all, we will definitely give you what you can and we'll source out the rest to other interested parties. Jason, do you want to give me that uh, 
knowledge for free? Do you want me to roll something to see how long it would take to install one of these units so I can figure out? So I will tell you basically how we're going to do it. The installation process, even though you'll be doing multiple units, will just be covered by a dramatic uh, task. So if you want to do a quarter of them, it'll be a normal dramatic task. So you'll have, uh, let me pull it up exactly so I can give you the exact. What, three and four rounds? Yeah. Nope. Um, if you want to do half, uh, to, or it'll be difficult. If you want to do 75%, it'll be complex. And if you want to do all of them, it'll be complex, <laughs> but you'll need to get uh, 10 successes in five rounds. 10 successes in five rounds, so I'd need a success and a raise on each round. Um, and I'm assuming that part of that is just like the heavy lifting and the digging. It's not just like... Actually, I forgot. These are these would be a task if you were by yourself. So, But the, we'll, we'll use that framework, but we'll multiply it by three. So you'd need 30 tokens in five rounds. Okay, so but each one of us would have to basically get a success a raise. and a raise. Yes. That's a tall order. Yeah, but you would um, be able to get essentially 50,000 credits. Yeah, in five days and with uh, theoretically low work, but I don't want to make a promise that I can't keep. That's not something that I want Mag to so, so yeah, you're looking at um, 12 successes on the challenging, uh, 18 on the difficult, 24 on the complex, and then 30 on the, the whole shebang. Um, and so it in half three, of it. four, and um, right. the half of it would half be the would the be difficult, the eighteen in four rounds. Eighteen in four rounds. Yep. And now, bear in mind, I won't let your your minions make the actual checks, but they can support. So the three primary PCs I will allow to make checks. And remember, every raise. This is the one with those few tasks that raises don't cap. So if somebody got like four raises, that would be four successes. Yeah. Okay, that is true. Um, and it's skills that you yeah. would think to. It's kind of open ended. Anything you guys could think that could participate or help in the, the challenge itself, which we'll narrate a little bit more as we get out there. Oh fuck it. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm just gonna roll my own gambling skill for no reason because <laughs> I think I might gamble a little bit on this one. You're tempting me too much, Jason. You're making me feel like there's a chance we could do it if I took the whole thing. <laughs> there's always a chance. Yeah. Up to you. Uh, I did not roll well. I got a success. You success. But, uh, <laughs> You're gambling, man. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh... It's up to you. Now, obviously, if you fail, you'll still get some money for whatever you put in, but you your reputation might take a hit, and future work with yeah. the, the council will probably pay less. Roll that. Yes? You can count on Mag Flint and his crew. We'll handle all of these things <laughs> for you. We'll have you up and running. Five days. That's a promise. All right. You kind of pull something else. Sign there, please. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, the dollar signs are just too much. I had to... <laughs> 50, that's 50,000 credits. We got 15 for, for killing two of our people. Look, you're not hurting my feelings. We well, got 20. Remember, you got a bonus 5,000. Well, yeah, we got the bonus 5. Yeah, yeah we have the bonus From five. what Masuki just learned, you'll fucking say anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's too late. It's too late. I'll arrange oh, for no. delivery here, if that's fine for you. 
Or will you bring? Uh, will you be providing trucks to transport these, or do it? Will need? Will we need to provide transport? Ideally, you'd have your own vehicles. What kind of vehicle are you taking? I'll make sure that we have a compatible hitch. Well, I give them specifications for the Mountaineer Mark II. Kind of excellent ride. So you, they do. Have, it will come with a trailer. So that's all I really need. Just yeah. need to make sure because we we literally just don't have enough room inside our one vehicle to put too many of those, and that would be yeah. a lot of trips back and forth. Yep. But okay. delivery here is fine. Yes, delivery here would be uh, preferred. We'll begin on a uh, counterclockwise circuit. Very well. We'll start with this closest one here. Any points at the map? You'll have them before the end of the afternoon. All right. Best of luck to you and yours, Mister Flint. I'll show myself out. I, uh, and same to you. Okay. And he, uh, downs his glass of whiskey. All right. Gets to work. Gonna gotta go check on the, uh, mountaineer, do the, uh, basic maintenance, make sure everything's up to snuff, make sure it's refueled. Yep, things All that good. good stuff. Uh, about an hour later, Charlie and uh, Masuki, you come back. Hmm. Find a busy Flint, or busy Flint. Are Clark and uh, Lasan and Karis around? Yes, uh, throughout the day. They since they stay here, other than going into town for recreation or, or shopping purposes, they are around. Yeah. So I would have informed them of the nature of the job. Uh, Karis occasionally tries to go out and drum up business for just minor repair work. <laughs> That she can do if you're not going to, but mostly because at the stage you're still trying to get money. All right. So you also now have twenty thousand credits. I know it's not a lot, but is there anything you wanted to buy uh, before you head out on this mission? Well, I have to pay everybody. Um, do you have to pay everybody? In theory. That's terrible news. Oh, the other uh, yeah, so, player uh, perk: you don't have to pay the dead people. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Unless you, uh, unless you decide they have family or you soon. want to donate to a widow and too orphans soon. fund. I just wasn't ready for him to say it out loud like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I specifically was thinking to myself, it's a good thing we never established a family backstory for you that those two. Because <laughs> oh when God. I got the money, that's the first thing I thought. At least I don't... <laughs> so sad. No family if these other guys want a family, they better come up with that story on their own. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm keeping all the money. Clark has 14 sisters. They're all trying to go through college. Damn. Well, I hope they're hardworking sisters. <laughs> it's going to be a hard split 14 ways. Alright, so yeah, you're all back at the, the compound here. Flynn is busy running around, making checks. You've seen this look before. Charlie, it's kind of similar how a couple days ago for your first mission. If you see Karis, Clark, or Lasan, they are also like checking gear. Uh, should we? Are you going to outfit anybody with the new equipment? You have two suits of body armor. You have enough oh, for yeah. each, all three of them, to have a laser rifle. Who's your favorite? Um, I will ask. Uh, um, I Flynn would have, actually. No, we'll just go ahead. I'm doing this right there. They just got back. Why? Hey, uh, Charlie, Mazuki, good timing. We got another job. This one is supposedly far less dangerous, but you never know in a wilderness. Right. Uh, we got these new rifles. Either way, either of you want one? I don't have any thumbs. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I'd rather give them to the kids anyway, but just wanted to make sure that you weren't interested. Yeah. He also points out the huntsmen that he has uh, repaired. There's two of those there, but uh, that's the armor that he's already wearing. I assume everybody else also has equivalent body armor. And it's not modified for a dog shape, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. that would take time. <clears throat> All right, well, I'm going to give these to them. Uh, the council wants us to install an array of sensors all around town. We've got five days to do it. It's going to mm. be a heavy workload. With y'all's strong backs and my technical know-how, we should be able to cut the time down. I don't have any thumbs. <laughs> it's okay, Charlie. You can do other things. Can't even get revenge. Yeah. What? what do you need revenge for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you tell me what we need revenge for? Uh, well, we'll, we'll find Kaladax. We will get our revenge. You don't need to worry. You don't need thumbs for that, Charlie. You've got that brilliant mind of yours. Kaladax? And then he's just... Uh, I'm yeah. just going to kind of frown, tilt my head, and I'm going to go help everybody start packing up. And yeah, Masiki just pointedly turns Mag just away. looks really confused. <laughs> she just <laughs> walks away from him. <laughs> It's like, oh, what's eating them to? Well, everybody deals with loss in their own way, I guess. Back to work. Uh, so which of the two troops are getting the, that armor? Um, I'm assuming Cowardly is going to throw a fit if he's not one. Wait, doesn't he uh, have a name? Clark, yes. Uh, Clark. Sorry, Clark will throw a fit. <laughs> it's like we purposely gave them names and he still called them his... Fucking Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs moniker. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Sorry. And then Bright's your favorite, right? Um, so. Yes, but Bright might stay in the truck. She has fewer combat skills. So you know the reason that like they are going to mercenary groups for this is because remember the wilderness in Rift's Earth is not a safe place. <laughs> right. I'm just saying if like Bright is less likely to get in harm's way because she has fewer combat skills, so she would most likely be relegated to other tasks. Um, but, I mean, if they speak up, I'll just let them know. Hey, we got these two new sets of armor. First come, first serve. And uh, I give each one of them a rifle. Also, here. Upgrade your thing. Do these pulse rifles have room for an underbarrel mount? Probably. You want to put that grenade then launcher the on there? Oh, you also yeah, did have three fragmentation there. grenades. I don't know if you're giving those to anybody or not. Um, so you're not giving Bright the armor? It, I'm giving whoever wants the armor the armor. I'm not going to make that. Uh, I'm updating her character sheet uh, now. So is anybody test that you're controlling um, Karis? Do you want her to have the armor or not? Yeah, I'm down for her having the armor. Okay. She's got the I armor. I want her to live. <laughs> Well, and the the armor is heavier than the Kevlar vest, so Lasan probably will be just find the extra weight distasteful. Well, remember they all have the soldier edge; so their strength is one higher for equipment purposes. I find yeah, but he's distasteful. Lazy. Yeah, he's too oh. lazy to speak. Right, so, I, so I added the the pulse rifle and the armor to Bright. I'm updating everybody else here. So Clark is going to get the other suit. Yeah. Okay. Somebody wants laziness. To... Objectively, I also want to keep Bright alive more than I want to keep Lasan alive. <laughs> but I would. <laughs> That's just me personally. 
And Clark is also my co-pilot. Without him, I need somebody else with a writing skill to because the Mountaineer requires two pilots. So. Well, they don't need the piloting skill, but otherwise, if they had to ever make a roll, they'd be untrained, which is oh, yeah, less than ideal. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to split out, uh, let's see, uh, uh, 5,000 credits for the business, uh, 5,000 credits for the uh, for Charlie, the big gun. Uh, and then uh, we'll give a thousand each to the kids. That's uh, 13, that leaves 7. Uh, and um, I'll go ahead and give uh, 3 grand to uh, to Glitter Boy so she can get some new parts for that thing. Alright, all right. there you go. Since she technically didn't join us on the mission. But I need her Glitter Boy not to break down again. I feel that. We should shop from Arden, because he says that we'll probably die if we don't. It's a little misconstrued, but sure. You were supposed to lead off with the other part, Charlie, remember? Oh yeah, uh, he says you're a genius, Mag. There you go. Lord, I'm damn elves in there, sarcasm. I, just, I don't understand why you just don't come out and say what they mean. I'm so frustrated. Thank you, Charlie. Uh, don't worry about Arden's parts. You, Charlie, you shouldn't take everybody so literally. Uh, Arden probably doesn't understand that, uh... You think we that we will literally die if we don't buy parts from him. That is not the case. I kinda look to Masuki for assurance. Now that I don't know that Mag is a reliable narrator. Right. I don't think he's mistaken <laughs> about this one this time, Charlie. I think we're gonna be okay. And All she right. literally gives the crazy squinty eye to Mag. And Mag just raises an eyebrow because, again, he has no idea <laughs> what has gotten into these two. <laughs> he just shakes his head and walks away. <laughs> All right. So them bastards should now be updated with their correct equipment and armor. Uh, bear in mind, they only have the one E-clip each, so. Uh, I'll mount Brights with the uh, grenade launcher. And she and give her the last uh, forty millimeter grenade for it. Okay. Because it uses. Alright, so yeah, several hours later, you guys are all kind of prepared. You're kind of just waiting eagerly. Your kind of proximity alert goes off. There's a much bigger vehicle this time, like a futuristic, basically pickup truck dragging a giant, like just like flatbed with strapped down, look like just basically oversized scuba tanks. With antennas on them. 25 of them, like, stacked. Like, in, like, two rows of ten. Like, five on five. Strapped down pretty securely. Kind of pimply-faced teenager pulls up. Hey, uh, you, uh... You Mr. Flint? Uh, yep. That would be me. Alright, well... Is, uh, the sensors? These are them. Alright, so they gotta be at least... Completely buried. This little part here. He points to one of the antennas. That's got to be sticking up at least a good six and a half inches. Now, if that's not six and a half, we're going to have problems. Also, if they're near too much natural rock or metallic content in the soil, that will throw things off. So, ideally, you want to make sure that is not the case. Now, they can take a little bit of a beating, but I'd still suggest driving kind of slow. Don't hit too many bumps, because uh, recalibrating these things is a some bitch. And they are, like, kind of... Rusted in spots, they are clearly refurbished sensor pods. Like they're 
not brand new pieces of gear. Yeah. I'm just going to check over them. I'll check over them, make sure they're all in, like, operational, though. Okay. So actually, we since this is all have to be, like, in one giant, like, we're, we're digging the hole right now. So we can go ahead, if you'd like, we can use that as your first attempt on this challenge. Okay. So you said you were going for the whole shebang, right? Yes, we need. So we need thirty thirty tokens in five rounds. Every success. I assume each day is a round. Yes, we will do that. So effectively, basically, each day we'll know how many we got installed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, no, because it's a twenty-five and thirty tokens is what we need. So not quite. It doesn't quite carry over. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But it's close. It's close enough to be a good rough estimate. Yeah, it's a good approximation. So the way this works, we deal out cards because one, if you get a Joker, you get a plus two to anything you do, and everybody gets pennies. If you get a club, a complication occurs, <laughs> which gives you a minus two to your skill check that round. You do not have to make a skill check on your turn. You could choose to either assist somebody or just pass. So if you don't want to risk it, because also if you get that club in a complication and you fail the check, you fail the whole challenge. So Oof. something bad will happen. Copy, uh, no clubs. Yeah, clubs and clubs be bad. Or if you get a club, maybe it's your turn to just maybe support or pass. Yeah, can you su- You can support if you fail a support check, would it have the same effect? Uh, let me double check it. Yes, please, before I agree to anything. <laughs> Uh, yes, because it just says when a roll is failed during a complication. Right. Pull a club, sit this one out. Unless you're going to use <laughs> a skill that has a big, because it's only a minus two. And remember, you have bennies, so and you have quite a bit. Yeah. So, as I said before, I'm not going to let you, let the, your B-Squad make rolls, but they can attempt to support you. So if you want to just have them, they, they each one can go on your turn, so basically you'll have one support each of you. So with the way support works, it doesn't have to be the same skill that somebody's using. You just describe how you're helping them. We figure out the most likely skill. Success gives a plus one. Raise gives a plus two. Somebody can get a maximum of plus four from support. So if two people both supported with a raise, that would be the the maximum that could help somebody out. With the exception being raw strength checks. Because the the game kind of calls out that extra muscle always helps when you're trying to move heavy shit. (laughs) Okay. So it could be any skills, like I said. So, so Justin, what you're talking about sounds like a great thing. So let me go ahead and just we'll divvy out cards here. Justin, you got a three of spades. No worries there. Will, six of diamonds. Tess, jack of diamonds. Great. So nobody got a club. Yay! So, so I'm not super concerned about who goes first. So really just want to make sure we, you're not pulling a club and you're not getting... Uh, or if you get a joker, we want that, so... So, Justin, what you said, you're, you're expecting the whole order right away before you even head out. Just how you doing it? Are you, like, going really technical with it? Like, popping one open, making sure it's working? Are you going to scan them with any scanning equipment you have? Are you just going to eyeball it and see if they look okay physically? Or are you just going to do, like, a, a drive test to make sure they're properly strapped down? The world is your oyster, my friend. Whatever skill you think fits with what you want to do. All right. Uh, he's going to go through first to just uh, go check, make sure they all look good and they're all strapped down and stuff. But he is going to run some uh, uh, diagnostics on like a random samples and look for anything like that could 
obviously cause a problem. I believe it would be an electronics role because it's not like, like repairing or anything like that. He's just literally just interfacing with each of the sensors and making sure they're working. I was thinking the same thing. Go ahead, roll. Okay, and I will get Clark to help me with that, and he is just going to, you know, I just tell him what to look for. Remember, he doesn't have to use the same skill, so if you want him to use, like, notice or athletics to make things tightened down, as long as you can justify it in the narrative. I tell him what to look for, for loose wires, check for straps and stuff like that, so he's going to make a notice roll to uh, assist, to support. We'll roll his support first. Uh, Deck is a fail. He got a two. There we go. He got a two. Yeah, so he's like, they look great, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> As you pull out like your interface and start checking. Yeah. So here we go. My electronics roll. Ooh, look at oh, that. I got a six, but I aced on the wild die. I got a twelve. For a total of twelve, which is go. a success with two raises. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a hell of a way to start out. You're uh, a tenth of the way there. Bing, bing, bing. So you're going through just a random sampling. Good thing you did. Because um, before the kid pulls away, you're like, hey, this one's messed up. This one's messed up. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll be back. I'll, I'll replace these these few out. So he loads like the five or six you found back on the flatbed of his actual truck, leaves the trailer here for you. And uh, he'll be back like in a 30 minutes to an hour with the working versions of the ones you pointed out. Bum, bum, bum. That saved us a much longer trip to come back when we found out that they were not working later on. Exactly. repair them. Actual factual. Tess or Will. Like I said, right now, kind of like location is still here, but you can always, if you guys want to move it along to when you're on your way out to the first location or if you're already there, by all means, that's up to you guys to kind of where you want to move the scene to to use whatever ideas you have. Uh, I guess for me, my job will be mostly to keep an eye out, make sure nothing sneaks up on us. Um, so they can do a notice check. Okay. Are you having your little your buddy assist you there? Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll have Lasan try and help out. And whatever skill you could justify that can help you out, it could be something as simple as a pep talk with persuasion. Okay. Um. Or if you want to just go easy, he can keep an eye out too. Yeah, I'll just do that. Uh, he failed. Uh, he rolled a one. I don't know if that matters. Nah, unless the situation really benefit or like calls for it, they don't usually crit fail. Okay. Uh, he's lazy. He doesn't do his job. He just kind of sits around. Maybe he doesn't listen to, to little puppy voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here it is. Even puppy boys that can rip his brain out of his ears. That is an eleven. Hey. So that would be 11. a that's a success Almost with a raise. So that's hey, that's two. You're now at five of thirty, and we're still in round one. Yeah, we are. So I guess all we have to do now is scout an area and bury these. Yeah. So you're basically guy comes back, drops off some working units, which uh, Flint double checks to make sure they are in fact working. Everything's strapped down. The mountaineers hooked up. You guys are rolling. Tess, I imagine you're following along on foot in your power armor, because you can basically hit yes. a decent pace when you get some open ground. And it feels good to be back out in the field now that it's working and relishing in that. And uh, kind of every now and then, like as the trip north from town for the first location, it's about 20, 25 miles, so it takes a substantial amount of time. Because remember, Rift's Earth, there is no roads, everything is off-terrain, so it's... Just because you can go like 120 miles an hour doesn't mean you're moving 120 miles in that hour. 
Right. Every now and then you see a little little doggy head sticking his head out the window, <laughs> sniffing the air. Okay, once you only one time do you see Lasan actually stick his head out and look. Uh, it looks like they're kind of keeping an eye out for anything as you're trudging along to the first location. And you can, like I said, if you want to fast forward time to say you guys first one you want to bury or work on, be my yeah, guest. I'm ready to bury one, or at least attempt to bury it. one. Whatever you'd like to do. Like I said, I could easily see you physically digging. I could see you trying a, a shooting roll to just blast one out with the. If you want to mark off that ammo for your boom gun. Because <laughs> I could definitely make a giant freaking hole. <laughs> oh, that's true. It'd be pretty easy to cover up. You could just Damn make you. a strength check or athletics if you want to just kind of be the one who grabs them and moves them to the location. That glitter boy strength is pretty high. Yeah. Weird just going to try and dig for the first round. Okay. If this doesn't bring me great success, then yeah, by all means, we'll be blasting holes in the ground. <laughs> so yeah, I'm fine if you want to use shooting, just make sure you do keep track of the ammo. Gotcha. Alright, so I guess uh, Karis is going to help me dig this hole. With her... Like athletics. she could use... Yeah, whatever you want. However do you think she's helping you out? I mean, otherwise... We got two people keeping an eye out. Yeah. I can't think of a whole lot else for her to do at this particular moment. Like I said, she could just talk you through it with persuasion. She could, she has some technical yeah. skills. She could make sure that it's activated and turned on correctly. It doesn't have to directly be the same thing you're doing. It could just anything that could theoretically help you and make it easier. Wow, the extras are doing <clears throat> super shitty. I know. I was like, yeah, I hear you talking. I'm looking at the role. I'm recognizing that she's already failed. We're good. So yeah, she's trying to like lift this thing up, and it's just <laughs> struggling. <laughs> it is a couple hundred pounds. Like it's, God, I was just pick it up with the armor. It's fine. Just to do a, a, a just a strength check with the armor. Yeah. The, like I said, that on the armor section there, there is actually a macro for its strength. Five, five, and a nine. With the wild die, is a success and a raise. You could always, if you want to. Try to get something higher. You could spend a Benny to re-roll. Mm. She did roll essentially a one on that yeah. D12. Yeah. Let's let's blow a Benny. Nah, nah. Okay. Oh, it's like nine is what you're fated to get. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's still a success with the raise, which is yeah. pretty much what you need. So yeah, you start like hauling this thing out, just like start punching the ground with your mega damage fists. Uh, activating your like uh, little laser pylons that stick out of your feet when you fire to start like a pilot hole and just keep digging through the earth and get this thing set up and squared away and kind of make everybody else bust out like you know camp tools and like put the soft earth back on it so day one you guys kind of end it you're, you're doing great I see seven successes out of your 30 so you're well on your way yeah we got at least five of them in the ground yeah Please so don't first congratulate us is... early. Nah, not yet. Alright. Next round. Uh-oh, Justin. Complication. You have a club. Club. Great. Will, nine. Nothing out of the ordinary for you. Tess, three of hearts. Everything's good for you. Now, since there's no set order, if you guys want to... I mean, it probably behooves you to make a check on your turn, but you could always try to just assist Justin. Mm-hmm. Try to counteract that minus two. Oh, that's true. But it's also only a minus two, so he's got somebody helping already, and he could go with a big skill. 
So if True. we support, can we make a check on our turn as well? No, that is your turn. Okay. Ah. So that's the that's the downside. Yeah. One of the two. Like I said, Justin has some pretty decent skills that are highly rated, so yeah. a minus two yeah. might not make or break him if he's just got to make sure he can narratively go that way. That's why I didn't start with the big gun. I was saving it for the club. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That makes perfect sense to me, especially since we have seven successes, but we've only got four more rounds to get the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I said we, need, it we still need basically to make six checks. every round. Yes. Yeah. Because Johnny Full Paycheck here decided we could do the work. <laughs> So yeah, cool. day one goes by pretty quick. I mean, you started late in the day, so you only got maybe, like, a few of them placed. But after the first couple, you, it starts to be a little routine. It's definitely hard work. It's sweaty. You're out there in the Texas heat, digging, moving giant things, having to recalibrate, and then, you know, driving many miles in a, in a circle to get the next one, trying to get it as close to, like, those coordinates as possible. But you're starting to get a system down. And remember, you can use any check, like even if it's just like common knowledge to see if you're at the right spot, survival to see if you're at the right spot, anything you can think of, I'm pretty sure you can justify. Well, I've already got an idea for what I want to do this round. If well, yeah, if you, if you want to yeah, go, go ahead and go. By all means. Tell me what you want to do, and then I'll tell you what the complication narratively is. <laughs> we spent our first day, um, I got a feel for the, the flow of work, and uh, figured out what we could, what, what could, uh, enhance that so i would i'm gonna kind of burn the midnight oil here a little bit and uh once we get back i'm gonna jury rig uh, the, our little forklift and some other things together to create like an offloader to help like basically start making the process of setting them out and dropping them into the hole uh like automatic somebody can just press a button and do that so i'd like to use a repair check to uh to kind of MacGyver something together. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. So, so you spend a good part of your day like working on that then. Um, yeah. We'll say the complication is just, uh, it doesn't go well with the troops. They, they, you keep promising this arm's going to be great, and they're on like their third canister now, and they're still waiting to see this arm do its job. <laughs> so you're getting a lot of dirty looks, more and more grumbling, so you're kind of worried about the impression you're leaving, but you swear once this arm's made, it's going to be fantastic. I'm telling you guys, this, you're going to love this. It's going to be fucking awesome. You're, the work will basically do itself once one done. You, just, you, just, you see, like, Lassan, like, rubbing his lower back. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lassan. That's difficult for me to, to like Lassan. All right, a repair roll. And a roll well. Two. I got ace on the... Uh, yeah, so even die. with the minus two, that is still a 13, which Hell is a success yeah. with two raises. So, uh, we are, once again, starting the round off strong with, with three tokens generated. Yeah. That's what, everybody that's has what to eat plus a, five on repair looks like. <laughs> everybody has to eat a big old shit sandwich, because that arm... Yeah. The, the, the latter half of the day, nobody has to lift these things if they don't want to. <laughs> Once got... the holes are dug and the things are ready to go, it's a simple pop and drop. I've nice. got an idea for the next thing. All right, fire away. Uh, Charlie gets tired of Lassan, uh complaining about digging and accusing uh, me of not doing anything. So I just start psionically blasting holes uh, in nice. the ground. Okay. So what would you like me to spend for this in terms of power points? Power points, do your mega, the cost for a mega damage bolt. Okay. Uh, and we'll say 
basically it takes over an hour to like switch locations of things so yeah. just, just spend it once because your powerpoints are recovered by the time you get to the next one okay cool so then i'll let you know if something happens during this where we need you to be down so okay cool. and then just give me a psionics check yep, yep. I will reroll. Actually, that. what you should have done is supported yourself with taunt first from the other guy. Oh, shit. Fuck. I guess it's too late. Yeah, so you got a four, which is a success. I'll actually spend, spend a penny. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Well, it's a seven. Huh? That's a success. Yeah. So maybe it's just you're a little upset that he's making fun of you, and your your heart's not quite in it as much. Or maybe the earth is just really hard, like uh, <laughs> um, Kaladex discovered when he fell to it. <laughs> but it's... It's not as effective as a boom gun. <laughs> no. And it's just... Yeah, it's you're making little divots here and there, but nothing really noticeable. And it's just... It's definitely taxing on you, so you probably give up after a little while, but... Yeah. You, know, you got one or two in. You did something. Mm-hmm. Made him shut up for a second, at least. Yeah, for like an hour or two, yeah. <laughs> Alright, Tess. You're up. Perfect place to put this by... Uh finding the optimum soil that'll be easiest to dig through and not have metals in it that will interfere with the signal of this device. I like it. What you think? And uh, since I didn't need Clark to help me... You're going to have him uh, assist? I'm going to have him assist uh, the the gun. I'm going to tell her, don't worry, safest place is next to that glitter boy, so go help her out. Alright, so Karis definitely gives you a hand. Yeah. Um, not quite enough for a raise to give you a plus two, but you get a plus one from her. Justin's gonna have Clark. I'm gonna have him carry the, uh, you know, survey equipment and stuff, and uh, okay. just generally stick around and be a strong back for today. Right. So right. athletics is what I'm gonna athletics use. Athletics will work. Or strengths, which I guess it doesn't matter really. They're the same. Right. Uh, so rolling. She failed. Well, <laughs> maybe his back was hurt earlier, waiting on that robot arm. But Tess pulls it home, so that's a fifteen with oh, your yeah. bonus. Ooh. Clark's like, "Yeah, the glitter boy is the biggest gun, but it's a, still a lot safer inside the truck, boss." <laughs> so he's like spending more time grumbling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that, unfortunately, you're just one point shy of a an extra raise, but that is still a success. With yeah. two raises, you almost got the action card, but that's still three, yeah. three tokens generated. So hey, that's another seven. seven. Another seven. Yeah. yeah, I'm not mad about you it. You guys are killing it. You say killing it, I say on track. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're Do just it. under halfway there. Yeah. All right. Day three. Justin. Two. Days another club, my friend. <laughs> Dude. God damn it. Hey. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> Will, seven of diamonds, you're fine. Okay. Tess, queen of diamonds. Yay! You're golden. <laughs> All right, heavy head. What you gonna do today? <laughs> okay. Uh, now, I hear about y'all's success yesterday, finding the thing. You know, like, you know, while I was building the arm, I wasn't really patient, paying much attention. Y'all were leading the crowd, and I heard that, you know, you found better locations to put it down and stuff like that. Um... I really like that. And why don't I have bonuses to this guy? I guess I'm going to have to go with this over here. So I start thinking about that sort of efficiency, how you increased it. And so I start going in my head 
over where we have to place it because I've got the map literally in Jeez. my head. So where we have to place these tomorrow and then start thinking about like rumors of like homesteads and people that are nearby that uh, you know might cause a problem and paths and stuff like that. So I'm going to roll common knowledge uh, just to cover my, my knowledge of the area so I can get us to each location as quick as possible. Save us time so we have more time for digging. And Is like your it. minion helping you out or are you saving them to help somebody else out? Uh, this time Clark is going to help me out. Uh, he's going to go talk to uh, some of the like locals farm. I'm going to send him ahead to like you know some of the, the places there and like just tell him, hey, let them know what we're doing. Let them know that it's the, for their benefit. We're trying to increase the range of our our response net. See if they won't give us a hand. Maybe enlist some uh, some extra help. So he's going to persuade. I like it. Uh, the the settlements and uh, hopefully they will also help with the. Uh, with clearing paths for me and stuff like that. So that would be a Hey. Alright, so he got he got a success. Yeah. He got a five on his D6. Can't wait until these guys are <laughs> they, they bond over mu- mutual fear of being eaten by monsters. <laughs> yeah. Like this is really right up his alley. He was like, You're right, I don't want to get eaten. I can tell him I don't want to get eaten. You don't want to get eaten. Let's not get eaten. <laughs> So yeah, definitely eases the locals. They don't come poking around causing any trouble. You can pass through some people's homesteads, no problem. Helps you when you're planning your route here. Alright, and uh, so then, yeah, nobody gives me a problem when I come driving through. You know, so I take shortcuts between their back alleys. Let's just make sure that I figured out the right shortcuts. Big money, no whammy. Yeah, yeah it's a success be... and a raise. Actually, yep, yep, that's, cause that's a 10 with Clark's bonus. Sweet action. I will could spend the Benny if you want. You have a plenty. I could, I could, but uh, actually no, that's oh, yeah, pretty yeah. much as high as I can. Oh, get I forgot. You have the you have the club, so yeah, you are actually lower. So you are at a eight, oh, which is still a success. A, it is. It's still eight. Cause you have plus one from Clark and then minus two. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. So I'm I'm gonna let that lie. Yeah. Uh, definitely don't want to crit fail on a club. No. And I would have to ace to get higher um, than that. Better than that. And so yeah, Clark so. does come back later in the day. You know, as as the first couple times were successful, the third time not so much. Like he comes back with a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> when you question him about, it, he's like, let's just say uh, the farmer had a daughter, and he did not appreciate the way I was looking at her. <laughs> We're gonna need to avoid oh. that house. <laughs> We've found the one place where you're brave. I like it. <laughs> <clears throat> kind of just like shakes his head. <laughs> That's all right, Tess or Will. So we get to the next location, and I look Lasan directly in his eyes and say, "Why don't you lay off of my friend Charlie over there, bud? Because it looks like you don't know how to do anything with your actual back. Let me give you a few pointers." Right as Karis starts my Rocky montage because she's going to sing me through this shit. Bitch, you better give me some fucking bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she sucks. <laughs> she must be. No, that's it's a success. success. No, that's good. It's a success. Is it? Yeah. She gave you a plus oh, yeah, four. Yeah, it's a four. four. All you got to do is hit a four. Yeah. I, yep. saw, <laughs> I saw the three under the uh, the wild die. The group did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't yeah, apply to Yeah, I get them, that though, now. So. That's just... So <laughs> Alright, so now she's good. She's singing the Rocky Montage. Like, she actually does have an ancient recording, and nobody <laughs> knows what it is, but it is called the Balboa. 
<laughs> and it's most of the song. Like it's definitely bits and pieces. Oh, that's the so wrong that one. Wait, wait, sorry. A... I don't oh. I don't know why. I <laughs> I hit fighting because I said Rocky. I was actually meaning to roll athletics, which is right beneath it. There you go, sir. Sorry. Yeah. Uh so that is a success. Um because that would be a six with the wild eye and her plus one. Are you sticking with that, or do you want to tempt fate with a reroll? I do not want to tempt fate with a reroll. Well, that's funny as fuck that I actually hit fighting. <laughs> like, I'm, like, fighting the dirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is a success. Fight the dirt. So, yeah, you, you put on your little your dog and pony show here. But you're definitely shameless on a little bit, but ultimately it doesn't motivate him to help out as much as you thought oh, it would. Yeah, I don't feel surprised. But, but still. Charlie, this is for you. Like, it lasts, it lasts for, like, a turn. Like, he, he cuts Charlie some slack for, like, an hour, and then... <laughs> Goes right back to just. Why doesn't he have to do anything? Because <laughs> he doesn't have any thumbs. If I knew that was all it'd take, I'd break my own damn thumbs. I'll do it for you. <laughs> so yeah, kind of on that note, um, the song thinks he can take a different different tact with Charlie. Um, so he's actually going to use the gambling skill because he's like, I bet I can lift more than you. And Charlie, being very literally minded, is like, No, you can't. Uh, and I'll use psionics and uh, telekinesis again. Uh, so, see that is hey, a fail from his game. Song. You, this, is, this might be your first real bet, uh, <laughs> and, and that's why you don't really care. <laughs> you don't really understand what gambling is because he didn't bet any money. He just said, "I bet you I can," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no terms were discussed, so there's no motivation other than to do a good job. Yeah. Uh, see, I'll use this again. So if I reroll, do I? Take the best result, or yes. Okay, unless so... you get a critical fail. All right, so we'll just do that. Okay, so yeah, I will take that eleven. So that would be yeah, you will. eleven minus four is seven, so success and a raise. Okay, I'll spend another five power points to do that. I assume between days I'm resting up and getting my power points. Yeah, back. actually, between between these checks, the only time it'll matter is I'll let you know if it matters. Okay, <laughs> but just bear by whatever power you're describing you use. You're gonna be spending those power points if I call for such. Got you. Okay. Alright, so day three ends with it's rockier terrain. You know, you're going through more people's yards. People are starting to get tired of the backbreaking works. So you're not making as ample progress as before. Uh, but we are, it looks like we are at 19 of 30, and we have six more checks to go. Alright. more days. Start of round four. Justin. Hey, Jack of Spades. No worries there. Yay. Will. Hey. Ooh. Joker will, so first oh, of all, shit. everybody gets a Benny. Yay! Yay. Dun, dun, dun. So let me go ahead and... Ooh, and that means Will gets a plus two on his roll. Yep. Yay! And his... I'll say his minion as well. Cool. Awesome. Nice. And then Tess. Uh-oh. Uh... Tess. <laughs> so, it's cool. So Charlie's good fortune is... At least you got a Benny to work with. I was about to say, that's why he gave us the bennies. <laughs> Alright, so whoever would like to go. It's several days in, like I said, the general mood is just kind of still doing the work, but now people are starting to complain about it, and like it's getting tiresome and boring. Let me get the bullshit out of the way, guys. <laughs> we'll go back to breaking ground and see how that goes. I apologize now if I actually don't roll yet. Okay. Just tell us what you're gonna do, because I'm gonna send Clark to help you. I just I need to know what you're doing so I know how he's helping. Oh, oh. Clark's gonna come help me. Okay, fair enough. Not listen. <clears throat> We're going to go back to uh, putting some holes in the ground because I hate Lasan so much that I just want to outwork this motherfucker. 
Uh, just bear in mind, anybody who attempts to support you on your club also technically gets the minus two. I forgot about that earlier. Mm. Understandable. Fair. Yeah. Do you want so what you do it, Tiff? Lasan to support you somehow because you're in competition with him. Like it could be a, <laughs> it could be a fighting check. I don't know. <laughs> a taunt or an intimidation. Taunt. Oh He's yeah, no, like... yeah. He should definitely <laughs> taunt me, and then I'll just blow a hole in the ground and be like, "Fuck you, man." Taunting is unskilled with him, unfortunately. Um, oh, never mind. So you're going to be at a D4 minus 4. Yeah. It's <laughs> terrible news. So then let's not taunt. Let's not taunt the It could guy. be intimidation as his he's like trying to hold on to his masculinity. Fair he's enough. Like trying to puff his that. chest. All right. There you go. Yeah. That's uh, with the minus 2, unfortunately, yeah. He, uh... Definitely not. <laughs> it's hard to be intimidated, Tess, when you're in the most powerful suit of armor <laughs> god and aliens have ever created. So... <laughs> So, uh, Clarkson sees this, uh, dealio, and, uh, he's, like, coming up, he's like, look, I, I know that you and Lasan aren't getting along, but just please don't shoot him, okay? <laughs> because you might accidentally hit one of us, and I would be really afraid of that. But really, you don't have to, okay? You're, sh you, you don't have to listen to Lasan. He's, he's so lazy. You do so much more work. And he's going to persuade you that you are, can do this without him. Damn. So even with the minus yeah. two, that's still a success. Which Bam. puts Tess... I thought you said you were shooting a hole. Or were you just, oh, you meant to say you were... I was shooting a hole. Sorry. Well, I mean, you could just... Uh, you probably still could just dig the hole. Just spin up in it. Oh, that's true, yeah. Fuck it. We'll just re-roll. I planned to shoot at some point. I was planning to make it my last round, but I actually think that's next round. Yeah, yep. that is next round. So yeah, if you want to spend your... Yeah, that's better. That Benny. That's an 11 yeah, minus good. 2 is a 9, so that would be a success with a raise. So that's two things. Nice. So yeah, you got one guy being a bit of a dick, the other guy being nice and supportive, and also not wanting to get anybody blowed up. And maybe that motivates you to work a little harder. It's cramped, it's in the suit, but hey, you don't feel the muscle pain like they do, so dig them holes. <laughs> As the mechanical arm drops a, a cylinder in and everybody starts pushing dirt and things are activated good job whoever would like to go next may do so okay um i think we're getting kind of tired and grumpy and uh charlie thinks he smells something delicious and kind of heads off into the woods and comes back with a collection of uh really juicy berries to kind of raise morale sounds like a nice. survival check to me oh, okay uh, who can help with that? Anybody? Can Bright? Nobody. Oh, nobody? Okay. Uh, well, I asked, oh, yeah, Bright hasn't, technically hasn't done anything Wait, yet. Karis! Yeah, Karis has done Karis never did anything. But Karis could help, yep. and she would get your plus two. Yep. Let's see, she has a decent notice. She could kind of follow me as I go, I'm super excited just to make sure nothing happens to me. Also, she has thumbs, so it's a lot easier <laughs> for her to get Right, that. okay. <laughs> Ooh. Nice, Karis. So that's actually a ace on the DC. Yeah, that's a 10. So that's a success of the raise. You'll get plus two, buddy. Nice. Plus two for your Joker. So you at plus four to this roll. Nice, nice, nice. So that, that would be an 11. 11. Yeah. We'll take that. Okay, so that's a success with a raise. So. Boom, boom. That's two. Two successes with raise, right? Tess got, yeah, Tess yeah. got success and a raise. Yep. Yep, yep. So it's four total today. So far, now we're going to bring it home. Yep. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, so we're getting close to the end here. Uh, we have 
you know, a lot of the units already out. So I am going to start running uh, diagnostics and running a check to make sure that there are no uh, interfere. There's no interference uh, now that I have enough of them up to begin, uh, you know, checking, testing the the field, the communication between each of them. Yeah. So I will roll. Sounds like electronics, electronics to me. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll roll electronics as I begin to do that. Um, let's see. That would be. I as... have a free re. I have a free re-roll on electronics. So I'm going to go ahead and roll that. That is better. But still only a success with a single raise. Yes, yes, yes. Still only a success. Are you raise. keeping it or are you spending a Benny? A spend a Benny. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and spin a Benny. If I get an ace, I can, I can get it up to a. Uh, two races. And I don't know if it's accurate, but I see eight bennies on you, so. That is the correct number. Yep. Yep. I uh, started with four. I got the interlude one. I got. Yeah. I had seven before you gave. Before he drew the Joker. Yeah. So. I, I thought it was accurate. I don't remember you spending one, but you have a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, I have and, a lot. And exactly. they don't carry There's over no between settings or sessions, so. Exactly. <laughs> I was just go ahead and spend it. The again. only risk, the only chance is that you could potentially get that crit fail. Ah, uh, so that's still not better, so you're two. still looking at the 10. Um, 12. Boom. That should do it. Three races. Do you have a plus uh, two or something? Because I have a lot. Oh, yeah, there you because go. Because I have a lot. There you go. So, yep. Uh, so that was the other reason why spinning a bit is good. One. Because the 10 was... Uh, 10 plus 2 was... Six, six yep, two so races. sex with two races. So another day of seven. So that's got you at 21. I've got you at 26 going into day five. We just need four more on the last day. Let's bring it home. Okay. You guys are doing really well. So yeah, you you check it. You do notice there was like one that was malfunctioning, but it was thankfully one that was close enough to go back to before you lost daylight. Uh, so you managed to get that back up and running. So far, everything's looking like it's broadcasting well. They've been buried correctly. No damage. Um, thanks to Masuki and uh, Karis, that you've been finding ideal spots that aren't interfering. So, yeah. and now that the workload is almost done, people are like, thank God, we can go back, think of how much money we're going to have to spend. <laughs> so, they've come over the hump, and it's back to happy joy feelings going into the final day. Alright, Justin. Four spades. You're in the clear. Yeah. Will. Six of hearts. No complications for you, sir. Tess, unfortunately, four <laughs> clubs. Something's going to okay. pop up on your turn. Fantastic. But... You could also just choose to go last, and somebody could possibly finish this before. I mean, this is very true. I'm not afraid either way. As it presently stands, nope. this is the round of the gun firing, so... <laughs> Boom! <laughs> go for it. If it doesn't make it whole, it just means I got a dud. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Yep. So since we're at the very end, I'm like, fuck it. I can buy more ammo. Once we get paid, I can buy more ammo. <laughs> Alright, Clark is going to assist you with shooting. Um, he's going to paint the target for you since it's nice. a very specific place. Yep. Uh, he's just going to he's going to be a spotter for you. He's going to shoot so, also one thing, Tess is going to be great for you. Ooh, that's a success of the raise. Yeah, so you'll get a plus two from Clark. Also, so it is a difficult shot, and that's why it's kind of hard, because you're not shooting something that's on the same plane as you. You have to kind of go down and, like, because there's not a lot of available terrain that's super high up, it's harder to get that angle to shoot straight down. 
So that's where the, your complication penalty comes in. So it's a penalty to your shooting roll, which the sensors on your armor negate up to two points of penalty. Uh, so, you're, yeah. so you're actually up to just plus two, thanks to uh, Clark giving you a painted target. Uh, so with the plus two, that would be an eight, which would be a success and a raise, unless you want to spend a Benny to re-roll that. But I don't think I have any, number one, and number two, I'm good. <laughs> But I think I think we're good. You got us halfway there. We only need two more successes. Yep. So I wouldn't waste. So it. as long as Will and Justin at least pull off one. Uh, uh, Will, if you got a good idea, I'm gonna let you go first. Since I've got a fuck ton of bennies, I have no problem burning them out in case, if I need. Sure. To. Um. So, as we're kind of moving along, we're getting to like one of the last spots. Um. We find. Bear in mind, just a heads up: a regular critical fail will reduce your accumulated tokens by one. Okay, good to know. Okay. Um, so as we're kind of coming along to one of the last spots, uh, we discovered that just a gigantic mutated armadillo that is extremely grumpy has just kind of settled down on the spot and refuses to move. Uh, Lasan tries to kind of intimidate it and push it out of the way, but it just doesn't really uh, pay attention to him. So I end up puppeting the armadillo to hopefully roll away. <laughs> Marked off the power points. Although you could still use the son's intimidation as a yeah. Ooh. attempt to. Oh shit! Damn. It, it did actually pay attention. Wow! <laughs> oh, holy son, you scary shit. D- I don't so double understand. ace. He just yeah. two aces. <laughs> he just wants to still only grant you a plus two though. Yeah. Um, yeah, but still, oh, it's yeah. impressive yeah, to see. Yeah, I'm looking at it, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Calm down, <laughs> Killjoy Jason. <laughs> right. <Jeez. laughs> but yes, he is for once. Maybe he can't intimidate a glitter girl. Maybe he can't intimidate a corgi boy. <laughs> but an armadillo that's not minding its own business, he's got that shit unlocked out. Yeah, it's he close to the you. end of the job. He just needs it to be over. So It's actually because he was just really mad because the armadillo was laying there, and that's exactly what he wants to be doing. <gasps> yeah. He's like, oh, you get to lay down all day? Oh, fuck no. Uh, so with this two, that would be eight, which would be two successes, which would be enough to bring it home. Yay. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Well done, Charlie. On a job well done. <laughs> um, I would like to make one last repair roll as I build in a small co-transmitter to, so that I can gain access to the early warning system. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make that really hard because you don't necessarily have the parts for it. Uh, but I do have the MacGyver Edge. I don't know if that helps. Uh, how long does that typically last, though? Oh, that's right. That's right. It does have its. Yeah, yeah. That's right. It does. Um, it's usually not a. Remember. It's not permanent. It only lasts for a little while. Damn. Well, either way, it's fine if it's hard. It's what I do. Alright, so I'm gonna give you a minus four, and it will be electronics based. Okay, so this will be at a plus one. And there will be a chance that it could be potentially opposed at a later date, as yeah. somebody from town realizes that some one of these signals is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might find out, but I'd like that. I'd like the access, especially since it'll allow us to be first responders if there's something going on. Um, gonna Benny that. That would well, no, that'd be a success. Yeah, but it would yeah, only be a mind. four okay. for opposed oh, check yeah, purposes. for the opposed role. So yeah, I'm gonna Benny that because that's all right. We're calling it a potential. Fuck you. Do it <laughs> all right, that's it. I spent two bennies. Oh no! I got a fr- the first one was actually free, so I spent one Benny because I forgot I get a free reroll. On so that's actually an eight checks. then with the lawn. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's actually a nine, but either way. Yeah. So nine total. That's good. Because I have a plus one. I was rolling just a D8 because uh, so, you know, I have my bonuses built into the other stuff. So you guys are floating high on cloud nine. You're coming in. You'll be back to the city before dark. Uh, you're getting ready just to get this last one. You've already got the hole dug. And you're working on this little mini transmitter here that you think should be pretty hard for anybody to detect. And if this net gets triggered, you should be getting a little call. So that's good to know. And you get that in. You guys get the last thing buried. And Charlie, all of a sudden, you just get a nasty stench in your nose. And we are going to have a combat here, folks. Let me go ahead and put you on this new map. I'm going to start barking. I knew day five there was going to be somebody. I actually thought we'd get it set up and we would immediately see alarms. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, perfect. Not quite that. Let me throw some people on the map here. Also, by the way, guys, we just made 50,000 credits. (laughs) If we live to get them, yes. Hey, if more NPCs die, you don't have to share it as much. Hmm. Lasan has been irritating. Hmm. (laughs) You do each control one. You can can try to get that paycheck by... (laughs) Lasan just runs head first into battle. I do control Lasan. Hmm. (laughs) Kind of a dick move there, Charlie. (laughs) You guys are terrible. It's not Charlie, it's Will. Wait a minute. Guy who was like, yeah. man, they don't have backstories, so I don't have to pay their families. You don't get to talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little, I mean, that's still shitty, but it's not quite as shitty as purposely suiciding a dude. They have backstories. Their backstories just didn't include a family. <laughs> okay. I, I gave them a moving eulogy. Yes. I shed a uh, tear. So, go ahead and place yourself somewhere around the hole. Uh, this area over here is a very small rise, so it's only about a square high, so about two meters, so about a six-foot hill. Easily walk-upable. Yeah. These are El Chupacabra. Oh, God. That's what they look like. So yeah, Charlie, a disgusting stench hits your nose as you all kind of turn and hear the earth of this hill start to move as these tiny little creatures, and I say tiny, they're just small, they're like roughly Charlie's size, start burrowing out of the earth. And just kind of looking at you with their disgusting little yellow eyes. And you see their sharp teeth and claws. So it looks like we have no jokers, but it does look like Flint is, or Mag is up first with an ace of hearts. Then we have Chupacabra 3 with ace of clubs. Chupacabra 5 with a queen of diamonds. Then we have Charlie with a ten of clubs. Chupacabra number 1 at seven of spades. Our glitter gal at six of clubs. Chupacabra number 2 four of hearts so yeah charlie starts barking as a horrible stench fills his nose so you're all not caught unawares and like i said through the earth of this hill these small chupacabras start crawling out flint you're the first to react oh everyone look alive we got contact to the west some beasties coming over that hill uh form up to keep them off of the they look like, uh, you know, they're not carrying weapons, right? They look no, like they are. Cop. They are little <laughs> chupacabras. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them off the big guns. Um, so, Cowardly is going to step back in. He will follow orders. Uh, so he'll stay in front of Charlie, but he's not going to go way out far out. But, All right, so he moved an uh, inch or two. 
out. Yeah, I moved an inch. And um, he's going to draw his laser pulse rifle to shoot. Well, before you decide, how many actions is he taking? Remember, you always want to declare what your actions are. Yeah. And then we, remember, you can break up actions in between your movement, no problem. If you want to run, that lets you roll your run dice, but it also gives a flat minus two to everything you do that turn. Um, And then for every, your second action, so if you do two actions, you do both actions at minus two. If you do three actions, you do all three at minus four. Unless you have something that specifically removes multi-action penalty. Which I believe, Tess, your targeting system does. Yeah. But you do have hurdles to jump through when using the, the boom gun. Like, you have to be deployed unless you want to go flying on your ass. And if you move, you cannot shoot the boom gun that turn. Right. But your other weapons are just fine. Yeah, not to mention, isn't the boom gun's uh, radius too far away from me at the moment? Range, rather. That's the word I'm looking for. No, the boom gun's range is, like, super huge. It's like, now oh, you would right. unfortunately the... hit... Everybody gun. around you would be deafened. But... Yeah. No, no, we're not going for the boom gun anyway. Sorry, I was thinking about the, uh, not the boom gun, but the, uh, uh, doesn't matter. Go ahead. I'll get back to you on that in a second. All right, so somebody just threw a template up. Is that Charlie, or is that Cowardly throwing a grenade? What was that? Okay, that is Cowardly is going to, like I said, he pulled out his pulse rifle, and he's going to uh, fire off, uh, He's going to use rate of fire too, so five round burst um, at these three chupacabras down further south uh, in uh, suppressive fire. Okay, I was wondering why the template was out there. That's why the template's out there. It's, suppressive fire is a medium blast template, right? Yes. MBT. MBT. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, MBT is only, I can't get more than that, so I can only get those three. And so Charlie will do that. Uh, now, with rate of fire, when you go up, Oh, no, that doesn't affect on the suppressive fire. No. Okay. You use three times the normal number of bullets for its rate of fire. So you you don't have to go the full rate of fire three, but if you do, you could potentially wound all three. But you will use... he's not going rate of fire three. He's just going to go rate of fire two. Okay. But that will still take up 50. Actually, no, I didn't realize it was three times on top of the rate of fire. So, no, he's just going to do rate of fire one. He might wound one of them, but hopefully he can distract all of them. Okay. Uh, Because they don't have a lot of ammo, so... So it's only three shots, so... Yeah, and it's 15 if he goes up to rate of fire, too. Yeah. <laughs> Big jump there. Yep. So here we go. Shooting roll. Don't fuck up. Fart. I see a four. I see a four. That's a success. Now you compare it to each target in the zone. They don't have any whoa, whoa. specific things to stop from getting shot. So yeah, they will... They cover or whatever. Yeah, they will be hit. And they are... You didn't get a raise, so nobody's actually hit, but they are all distracted. Yeah. So they're all distracted, which I believe that gives them a minus two to all their rolls. Yep, it actually does. Yay. So, great. That is uh, Clark. Mag is going to draw his uh, Wilkes laser pistol. Hmm. I will also jump up in front of Charlie here. Try to create a wall of flesh between the uh, two ranged users, our big guns in the back. I want to take two actions. I'm going to fire around up here at, uh, or no, down here at number one. What's your second action going to be? My second action is I want to support, um, who do I want to support? 
I don't know what anybody's doing. So no, I'll just I'll fire twice. Okay, so you're gonna be at minus two to both. Minus two to both. Yeah. Assuming so you're not using, actually... assuming you're using some kind of non rate of fire greater than one. Yeah, no, it's a it's a Wilkes classic. It's just got a rate of fire one that have a first options. Alright, so he's shooting. The first shot will go to number one yep. here. Roll your hit. Alrighty, boom. That is um, that's a hit. Hit with the wild eye. So you hit. No raise. Go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, uh, damage on the Wilt Classic. Uh, this is AP2, so... Oof. So you did six. So, bad. Uh, so even with the armor piercing, two, it doesn't do much. Like, it just grazes its shoulders. It's kind of already kind of crouching down. It looks like to leap forward. You can fire another shot at him or pick somebody else. Yeah, I'll shoot him again. Okay. Um, boom, boom, boom. Uh, five minus one is a four at the hip. Yep. Nice boom. Damage again. Okay, rolling damage. Uh, this time it would be a seven. And it's AP two. It is AP two. Uh, I think we're looking for an eight. So unfortunately, I don't think that's going to cut it. Unless you want to. Damn you. Unless you want to spend a Benny to re-roll. Um. No. Fuck it. Okay. We're so done. yeah, you see Flint just move in front of you, Charlie. Pull out his laser pistol. Just without taking time to aim, just pops off two shots. That just. Singe some of the disgusting fur bits on its back, but in no way deter it from coming after you. Mm. I'm assuming you're done with your move as well? Uh, yes, I am done completely. Alright, so he is seeing you shoot a gun at him. He's trying to leap back and forth sideways back, trying to avoid all this hail of laser fire that is now lighting up the sunlit sky. And let me pull up the character sheet. They do have a pace of 12, so they can easily get to you. So it gets to here as it's just running on all fours that you flit, and then it's like bobbing and weaving like the laser bolts that uh, Clark is throwing out there, definitely slowing it down, but not actually hitting. And then from there, it leaps in the air. (laughs) Teeth and claws coming right at you. So it's going to wild attack. It has a special ability that if it can jump at least an inch and wild attack, it does plus four damage instead of Ah. plus two. (laughs) What? Stupid. I don't like him. Tell him not to do it. Uh, So he is distracted. So what is your parry? That's still probably a hit. I'm pretty sure my parry is. Yep, it is 100% a four. So he just barely hits. (laughs) Uh, Because he is plus two to that as well. So actually he got a, a six. Because he's plus two for the wild attack, minus two for the distracted. Yeah. So he hits, but not with a race. So there's that. But this damage will be at plus four. Woo! I think he rolled. Oh, four. Jesus. I think, I, I think you you hit the wrong. The, that's the wrong roll. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to cover that back up with my character sheet now. Nah, that's a 22, I believe. <laughs> no. What is your toughness and how much of it is armor? Five of it is armor. So he ignores all but one point of it. So what is your toughness? Uh, so my to- toughness is 12. Uh, so minus four is eight. So you have an eight and he hits you with a 26. Yeah. <laughs> so that's an 18. And then we divide 18 by four. So that's going to be the max cap of four wounds. Oof. Would you like to soak? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't may be physically impossible, but yeah. Well, otherwise you're going to be incapacitated by this yeah, one attack. exactly. I have to soak. It's just, the other option is... The other option is... Uh, 
death. <laughs> yeah, so, it is. I soap, or I will attempt to. Now the good news is he's also vulnerable now. Oh, shit, I'm assuming you're going to want to spend a. Well, remember, it cost a Benny to an soap. Additional Benny. Yeah. I will spend an additional Benny to. Now your Elan will apply to this. Yeah. That would be eight. You would uh, soak two wounds. Two wounds. So you would take two wounds. And I would still take two, but I don't know if I can do much more without. You'd have to ace, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, without acing. No, I'm just going to take it. I'll take it. I'll, I'll soak so, two wounds. So yeah, the, the chupacabra comes wounds. at you, and you just manage to just get your pistol up and your arms up as it's leaping for your face. You feel like bits of your prized dwarven beard rip off your face as its claws just start rapidly scratching at your throat, definitely nicking a, a couple of deep veins in there. And you manage to pull away at the last second before it rips your throat completely out. Ouch. So you are shaken and suffer two wounds. I don't like that. <laughs> now he, however, has left with eager abandon and is leaving himself very vulnerable. Avenge me, brothers and sisters. Don't let my death be in vain. This is the end of his turn, so he is no longer distracted, but he is vulnerable. And he is done. The next is... Numero four. <laughs> Number four, maybe in some kind of malicious glee at the smell of blood in the air, maybe it's something about dwarf blood that they just particularly like, lets out a screeching howl. Let's see. Oh, it's going to activate a power. Got a range of six. So, I prefer if it didn't. So it moves up here and just... <laughs> And somehow that just chills your bones. So he activates the fear power. Ah, fool. That's a success with a raise. So he is unfortunately not one of the ones that was distracted. So let me pull out my large blast template. Yep, I can get all of you. Oh, God. No. <laughs> not good. We just got Chupacalbra howled with the fear effect. With a raise. <laughs> but it's an opposed check, right? No. Everyone inside the radius does have to make a fear check, which is a spirit roll. Uh, because it got a raise, you are at minus two. <laughs> okay. So let's start with our wounded dwarf. So you're gonna do mags first, or your or your buddy that you're controlling. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do the uh, the dumb extra first. All right, so he is at a minus two to the spirit roll due to the raise. There we go. Uh, looks like he got uh, three. That'd be a three. So that's five, gonna... so a three. That's going to be a fail. So go ahead and do me a favor. Roll his run die. <laughs> I said that that would be seven. So go ahead and move him seven inches directly away from. Oof. Okay. Now go ahead and roll your roll. You. Do you have your your wound penalty? Which, if you have it on your character yeah. sheet, will automatically account it's, for. Yeah. But your brave edge negates the raise on the activation roll. So just the normal minus two. Boom! Ace on a d8 plus three. So uh, total after the wounds is a nine. There you go. So you have success in a raise. You are good, sir. No fear from this man. Wait. Now we can't... Yeah, after wounds is a plus nine. Yeah, so it's a nine. Yep. That's a raise. Yeah, it's got your wound penalty put in there. Yeah. You're good. You're fine. 
Will, that's next closest. Mm -hmm. uh, go, let's do your minion first. It's going to be a spirit roll with a minus two. That is a fail. It's a one. All right, roll, roll Lazy's run die if you would, please. <laughs> sure. Huh. Also a one. It's a seven, yeah. So go ahead and move Lazy seven, seven inches straight north if you would, please. Okay. There he goes. They are also shaken, by the way. So now yourself, young pup. All right, I believe it's a spirit plus two when everything comes out, right? Yes, because you have a minus yeah. two, but you have a plus four. It's a thirteen. Yeah, wild die saved nice your ass. Nice wild die. Good job. You are no courage, the cowardly dog, sir. You are standing your little puppy ground. It's barking my head off. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Tess, your go. Let's go do your your minion first. It's gonna be minus two. Sorry, Bright. Guess I botched it on your spirit roll. Whoa. Uh, go ahead and put her all the way at the edge and then up. Well, roll that run die. Let's see how far she's gonna go. Oh, wow, we rolled ones. All three of us rolled ones on the on the run. Yeah, die. So if you want to put her like seven squares somewhere northeast. And now, if you would roll your own spirit check at a minus two. I got a ten. Nice. <laughs> no hard text. Listen, all three of you aced your your fear check. Well played. <laughs> well played. So the little chupacabra, if he had those kind of thoughts and feelings, would definitely be disappointed in himself for not being the scariest monster around. I'm the scariest monster around. <laughs> but seven does next. Or excuse me, number one. So he is currently distracted. So. Still recovering from all those laser shots that um, Clark put in the air here. So he's getting his bearings, like looking left and right, sees that gap. Uh oh. And he, he's doing the same. He comes running at you, little doggy, and jumps that last bit. Can he get me? He's, we're gonna find out here. Fuck. <laughs> he's got right. Frenzy, which he's got I. A minus two. Yeah, that. But he does get two dice roll, oh, no. and he is going to be wild attacking, so he's basically negating that penalty, so it's just whatever these are. So first one. Fuck. That's a five versus your parry. Okay, uh, my parry I believe is a four. That will be a hit. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and roll damage on that, because he could possibly take his other claw at mag there. So this will be at plus four because he did wild attack, and because of the leap, he gets an extra two damage. Ow. What is your toughness? So I got an eleven. Nine with four in parentheses. So four of that is armor, which he negates all of that. So it's drops you down to a five. So it's a hit with a raise. So you have one wound coming at you, unless you want to spend a benny to try to soak. Yes, I will do that. And that's just a vigor roll, sir. Okay. <laughs> Can I? That is a critical one? fail. Oh, I can't. <laughs> uh, you can't reroll. That is a critical <laughs> fail. No. Uh, and you have armor, don't you? Yeah, I do. So, our very first technical difficulties roll. Oh God, what happens? So, aside from the fact that you're going to be wounded. Uh huh. So, so you're now shaken, and you have one wound. Oh God. Okay. Go ahead and roll a d6 for me, my friend. Oh, great. Six. What'd you get? Let me pull up my handy dandy little technical difficulties. Uh, wow, that's the worst possible. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. So your your 
it as it's clawing its way up your body, it's just tearing your armor to shit. It's like maybe it was a cheaply made, maybe it's that customization to fit your tiny little adorable body. Who knows? But it's ripping straps and connectors, and just like whole plates are falling off of you. So your armor value is reduced by four Damn. until this this armor is total repaired. armor value. Because you critically failed on a soak roll, that's why this is happening. God. So that armor is essentially useless for you now, because I think you said your armor value is a four. Yes. That is until it's repaired. <laughs> Unfortunately. Shit. Now the second attack. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Please. Uh, again, he gets the his plus two for wild attacking, negates the minus two for being distracted. That's damage. I roll damage. So. But a six will hit you. <laughs> I will soak. <laughs> damage comes first. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, let me roll damage. Oh, you're going to re-roll damage. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'll tell you what, I'll be nice. I'll use this one. So that's 10 points of damage. So that would be... That's another wound. So you could roll a... another Spend a Benny and roll another soak roll. I will do that. Attempt to soak this. Four, hey, you six, soaked six, that one. Okay. Ah, uh, actually, you have a wound penalty. So that's actually a three, unless you spend a Benny and roll again. <laughs> if you have another Benny left. I do. <laughs> I'll spend it. You are next, so you might want to... So you can re-roll that. Remember, you're at minus one due to your wound. I prefer to avoid. Nope. Your wild die came up before with it. So yeah, you. it's like knocking you back and you're just trying to push to get it away. And you reach down and your little puppy paws and you just pick up one of those armor plates that fell off your armor and you push it against you and the chupacabra and shove it back. <laughs> and just as its teeth rip out some of the hairs around your throat. God. Okay. I, again, I did forget these guys also have a plus two to hit you guys because they're smaller, so they might have been actually getting extra damage. But again, since I forgot it, <laughs> it's my fault, not yours. Yep. Thank you. The street works uh, two ways. And, uh, <laughs> At the end of this... And uh, you're no longer shaken because you... Yes, you, because uh, you successfully shaked, uh, soaked all those wounds. Okay. You you removed the shaking condition, which I just did for you. Thank this you. chupacabra is no longer distracted, but because it wild attacked, it is just kind of not really defending itself, so it is now vulnerable. Okay. What does vulnerable do? Charlie. Anybody gets a plus two to any rolls against it. Alright, fantastic. Uh, it's my turn. I would like Charlie, to... Charlie, it's your turn. Take so two we have a couple things. Actions, please. <laughs> what are they gonna be? Uh, well, protection is a wonderful idea. And I'm going okay. to spend plus three for greater protection to give me MDC. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. So you'll be at a total of... My What's your second action going to be? Uh, casting Bolt. Uh, so I will say Bolt will act like a ranged attack, but it'll act like a pistol, so you won't have... You can shoot the guy next to you if you want, but it'll be against his parry instead of four. Uh, and if you shoot anybody who's not him, you will be vulnerable. Okay, can I take a move action first? And to if you move away that? from him, he will get a free attack on you. I see. But yes, if you can. If you pull off protection, it doesn't matter. Yeah, if you pull off protection, it doesn't really matter, does it? No. But yes, you could move away and then not have to worry about any of those. Okay. So uh, go ahead. So I'm assuming protection and bolt? Yes, yes, yes. All right, so your protection, you're at a minus two for your multi-action penalty, mm -hmm. minus one for your wound. Okay, so it's minus Go ahead and give me that beautiful psionics. So uh, that's a eight, it looks like. I'll take that. Um, that is a success and a raise. Yes, so with that, not that it matters that much, but I get... 
plus eight MDC. Not like I have another monster hiding anywhere. <laughs> so describe what we see. Charlie's little perfect bluish tinted orb of telekinetic force surrounds him. Yeah. Currently invisible, but if I start taking damage, red cracks will appear around me. Right, buddy. So you now you can move without having to worry because he can't hurt you. Yeah, so yeah, I'll back the fuck up. Uh, I'm actually going to go behind um, <laughs> our wonderful Glare Girl. And it, it does swing at you. Like As you move away, it launches out, and its claws just stop like a few inches in front of you. And you're just like... It feels like, you know, like you're like scratching glass like in your mind, but it holds. Yeah, as, damage. as it hits, my eyes glow red for a second. It's like, become more angry. Um, now we're going to cast some bolts. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to spend uh, one for bolt, plus four for greater bolt to get mega damage, and plus two for onslaught to get rate of fire two. Okay. Uh, so it's, uh, seven. So I'll be spending a total of ten power points this turn. Are you, you're not spending any extra for to get a bonus to the roll? Because remember, you are going to be minus three to both of these. Hmm. So for two power points, you get a plus one. For four, you get a plus two because of your master psionicist. Well, they each give me a plus two because they're both vulnerable. Those are the two I'm going to target. Yes. Right? So I'll just deal with that. It'll be a nice okay. one. Um, so yeah, I'll hit the one that... I'll attack the one that attacked me first. Okay. Uh, that ten will definitely hit with a raise. Yeah, I'll take that. So that's 5d6 damage. 5d6. Go ahead and roll it. 18. Nice. Uh, and that is it. there's no armor piercing on that, though, right? No. It is mega damage, though, if that means anything. Uh, not as far as overcoming their toughness. But however, their toughness with armor is only 10, so that's a hit. And two raises. How do you destroy this one? <laughs> uh, so as I can back up, I continue barking. Um... And as the pitch kind of seems to raise and deepen, and it kind of gets this like polyphonic tune, and uh, my eyes glow, and my the opening in my mouth glows as a bolt, a tiny bolt just shoots out, uh, does a quick little spin turn, enters the creature's ear, and then its head explodes. All right. There's one messing with your buddy here. Yes, I will attack Bear that. Bear in mind, too. because now you are shooting with an ally adjacent. If you roll a one, or if you critically fail this, you will hit Mags. Oh. Just, a, just an FYI. Well. It'll never happen, right? No, it won't. It won't happen. You've never critically failed yet. <laughs> no. Uh, so, that is five. We'll take... You could take that reroll. Am I, what if I critically fail? I mean, it'll hit. It'll hit. Uh, uh, that's actually, that remember, is, it's a six. just don't get the... Because you're, oh, right. you're mind, that your wound penalty is already on there for the macro, and your multi-action penalty is negated by their vulnerability. Okay. It's up to you. You want me to reroll? So six oh, will hit. Fine. Doesn't it doesn't bother me. I mean, right. you get more damage with the raise, right? Okay, so that's yeah. a nine. There you go. So there you that's go. Success raise. some damage. Five d six. I knew you could do it, Charlie. Thank you for your faith. Uh, that's fourteen. Uh, so that's a success with a single raise, but they are extras, so they can only take the one wound. Cool. How do you do it? Yay. Same thing. I just keep barking. Uh, uh, another thing flickers out, and this time it, it enters its throat, goes down, and punctures a hole in its stomach. Alright. <laughs> it just bleeds all over Mag. Like. Two Chupacabra's dead. 
Um, if you have any more movement left, you can take it. Remember, your movement is a little bit lower because you. I'm I'm comfortable hiding behind the glitter girl. Whose turn it is? Test. <laughs> Kill some shit. I take two actions. First one, I shoot missiles directly at the square that it's in, hoping to kill it off with an area attack. And if that doesn't work, then I'm going to pull out my sword and begin chopping through them. Okay, so it's going to be minus two for your multi-action penalty, minus two for the recoil, as all these missiles rip out of your thighs here. So, <laughs> But you're shooting in your glitter boy, so that actually negates two of that penalty, so you're just going to be at a minus two. And so you're going to roll your shooting die up to four times, depending on how many of these missiles you want to fire. And you can assign them to any targets. So, however many missiles up to four you'd like to shoot. Then so, you are additional, so that's minus two. So that's, yeah, that's going to be a miss. Actually, you're minus four because they're size, so. I forgot about that. Finally remembering that. So yeah, you're minus four in whatever you roll here. So that one missile is a miss. That missile will miss with a three. That'll miss with a two. That'll miss with a two. So you could spend bennies to try to re-roll some of these. Nah, I don't think I'll be spending a benny on that. Let's just try the hack and slash. So you will be, again, a, like I said, a minus four to hit. Actually, you're not shooting this time, so this time you... But there's no recoil on the sword. So yeah, you're minus four on your sorting on this guy. But you are against his parry, not his ranged. Go ahead and roll that fighting. Would you like to spend a Benny to re-roll that? <laughs> okay, I can't miss with all of them. Let's let's re-roll that. I'll spend a Benny. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Ooh, Holy well shit! <laughs> so that's definitely a hit with a raise. And, and Tess, you also definitely triggered a free action card. Uh, yeah. As you definitely got With the triple raise. <laughs> yeah, more than triple. Jeez, that's a triple ace. <laughs> that is three aces in a row. Yeah, on a d8. That is a twenty-three above. So divide that by four. She almost got. <laughs> what was that? Almost eight? <laughs> or no? That that's what six. She almost, she almost got six raises. So Tess, I've added. A, if you look at your hand, you now have a. An action card. But you definitely hit. <laughs> and you also aced the hell out of that wild die, too. Jesus, Tess. <laughs> so go ahead and roll your sorting damage. <laughs> uh, so that bonus damage is added to it because you that's the, the extra damage for getting with a raise. So you have 27. Uh, that is definitely, with his armor reduced to zero, that is almost 19 points. So that is over four wounds. How do you annihilate this thing, Tess? <laughs> I rush towards the chupacabra with my sword drawn. I immediately slash upward from left to right, cutting it through from its hip to its shoulder. Then I spin the sword around and immediately cut up right to left on the other side, making an X as I stab into the center of it with my sword to finish it off. Well fucking done. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Those missiles might have been disappointing, but holy shit. Yeah, you rolled five aces with those dice combined. <laughs> yeah, you, you, Jesus! <laughs> All right, <laughs> well, 
We're all fucking done. That was fun. Okie dokie. Number two finally gets to go. Home. After he saw that. <laughs> no, please leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, you're within 12 easy, so he doesn't have to run. So. <laughs> avoided that big shiny glittery girl just running around. <laughs> Jumping the last bit to you. He doesn't know you have a force field. <laughs> he jumps and leaps in the air and smacks right off the fucking thing. He cannot Damn damage you because... Yeah, no point in even rolling the attack. Yeah. His distracted goes away, but he is vulnerable because he was wild attacking. <laughs> yeah. This one, the smart one, <laughs> is going after the lazy. <laughs> okay. He is going to take... Two actions. <laughs> oh, and he's the one that doesn't have the upgraded armor. Yeah. <laughs> and he is going to also uh, wild attack, because he leaps that last bit. So the wild attack, the extra plus two for the leap will only be on the first two attacks. The um, the second wild attack, or the third attack, will only be at plus two damage. So, he gets a plus two to hit, because he's smaller. And he gets a plus two to hit for wild attacking, so he's at plus four on this first attack roll. Ooh. So that's a seven, which, what is Lazy's parry? Uh, it is a five. That will hit, but it will not be a raise. And what is his armor value, sir? Uh, two. Ooh. So he's got two armor, so that's completely negated by his AP. So what is his... Toughness minus two. Uh, it is five. Alright, so that is a hit with two raises, so he's got two wounds coming in. <laughs> he is down. <laughs> Unless you want to, if you have any bennies left and want to spend one for him to soak. I don't have any bennies left. Uh... Alright. <laughs> so. So yeah, he, this thing just rips into lazy. You see a lot of, a shower of blood, a, an ear go flying, <laughs> screams, and on the ground, this thing just starts. It's like ripping into him. And you hear a bunch of disgusting wet sounds as meat is shredded. Oh. Alright, he's done. Which brings us back to the beginning of our initiative order, so guess what that means? Cards are redealt. I'm just gonna close Lazy's sheet. Put this card suit. So it looks like we got two Chupacabras, then Flint, a Chupacabra, Tess, Chupacabra, some of these are dead, and then poor, poor Doggy Boy at 10. So the one that goes first is the king, so it destroys Lazy, and <laughs> is now doing the same to Bright. No. <laughs> it's not going to take two attacks, it's going to do its normal attack and frenzy, because apparently you guys aren't that tough. <laughs> Alright, so it's got a plus four to hit due to wild attacking and the size bonus. It's going to be an 11. What is Bright's parry? It's a four. Uh, so that's actually a hit with a raise then. What is her <laughs> toughness? Her toughness is a 12. Five of it is armor. So it drops that by four, so her toughness is an eight. 
I've got a 12 plus the 4 for hitting with a raise. I got 16 at 8, so that would be a hit and two raises. I will let you spend a Benny if you want to soak. Definitely going to give Karis a Benny to soak. Uh, so that should be two wounds coming in. Ah, uh, bigger roll, four. She will soak one, which means she's still it's... taken down because she's a. Yeah, it doesn't unless you want to spend a Betty to re-roll it and try to fish for that, fish for that, fish for that ace. Yeah. I'll spend a Benny on that. Never mind, it's the same number. No. <laughs> no such luck. All right, she is downtown, Julie Brown. And he is vulnerable again. He's done, which brings us to the one on Corgi Boy. <laughs> Does it learn? Let's find out if it learns. Yeah, they don't have animal intelligence. They're just. Yeah. They're actually reasonably intelligent. So. This one doesn't like the look of what's happening. <laughs> it's gonna move here. You can take a free punch at him if you'd like. Yeah, I'll do that. Can I spend powers or? No, it's a you. Can, it's like with a weapon. You don't get a psychic power on him. Okay, I'll try to bite him. Yeah, you do have a bite attack. I failed. Yeah. <laughs> moving here. Not critical, but. Yeah, he is going to tr- attempt to activate a psychic power as well, as he ear curdling scream burst the night. Five will be enough to get a success, but no raise. I will spend one of my three bennies, since this is pretty much going to be one of the last rolls I make. <laughs> Let's see. Four. I'll spend the second penny. Four. Why not? Let's spend them all. <laughs> Two. So just the five. No. And he will drop that big-ass template down. This is fear one again? Or is it confusion? Now this is fear. And it does actually, because it's hard to tell, but it does get everybody here. So let's start with Tess. If you would do me a favor and give me a spirit roll, please. But I don't want to do another spirit roll. (laughs) I'm going to need you to do it anyways. (laughs) (laughs) It went from a please to a must. You're fine. Flint, my boy. Your wound penalty would actually be negated because I have a seven. You are fine. Best doggy. Okay. That uh, is a success. That yeah. four because that wound penalty's in there. Once again, you three are not so easily scurred. He's done. Flint, you're up, buddy. Go and give me a spirit roll to see if you unshake. Okay. Or, yeah, let's see how you do. Seven succeeds. You're no longer quaking in your boots or worrying about all that blood loss. There is a chupacabra up there bloody as hell from knocking out your two other people. That flashback of a few days ago when you lost two other subordinates comes rushing back. And there is one down here that just screamed and looks annoyed that you guys are standing your ground. Okay. I'm going to uh, move into the truck. (laughs) Good work. I'm going to uh, how, fire how many and actions? Then close the door. So you're going to so do... it would be two actions. Okay, so you're minus two on your shooting I dice. Closing the door is an action. Yeah. Are you shooting yes, at the I'm one over shoot... at Bright, or are you shooting down here? Totally? Uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot at that one up there by Bright. It is vulnerable, correct? 
Yes, so you have a plus two. Plus two. Which negates its size, or your, your size penalty to hit him, so. Yeah, so here's a shooting roll. It's a normal shooting roll with your normal wound penalties. Shoot and toot and roll. Uh, that wild die is yeah. a hit with a raise, sir. Yep. Hitting a raise. So you sight down that laser in anger and you think you got a good bead. Let's see that damage. Uh, 21. <laughs> Alright, so 21, and what's the AP on your pistol? It is 2. Alright, so you're looking at it. Yeah, his toughness is 8. You definitely have classed that out. How do you kill him? Just pops one right in his eye. It's just a clean, straight to the brain, and the other eye glows for a second as his brain is burnt out from the inside. Nice. Alright, and then shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then shut the door. This one's dead, so that puts it test. Alright, I attack him with my sword. Are you just gonna three sword him or just one sword him and just I think one sword will probably be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he is Actually, he is no longer vulnerable because he didn't wild attack on that last turn. So you are just a minus two to hit him due to size. That wild die hits. Uh, actually, maybe not. It's a seven. I forgot this is against parry. And his parry is a... A six. So that hits, but not with a raise. So, yeah. Go ahead and roll your damage. Yeah, I think the 22 versus his... his that AP-10 destroys what armor he has. So that 22 versus 8, many wounds. How do you end this guy's life? <laughs> I take the sword, stab it through his middle, pull upward, and then push in. While hitting the hilt of the sword with my left hand, he begins to melt and disintegrate across the sides of the blade as I pull it up through the rest of his body. <laughs> he does, like butter, heating in the noonday sun. Mag, does somebody die every time? I'd like to say no, Charlie, but in my experience, it's often the case that someone dies. But as we get stronger, we can make sure fewer people die. So you keep that in mind, Mag. Alright. Are we going to bury this one, too? Kind of seems like a waste of meat. Yes, we have to bury Lazon. It's, uh... I know you don't. I know you don't always see eye to eye with him, but you weren't there in the days when he was. You don't know why he's like this. Okay. I don't feel any ill will. Like I, I'm sorry he's dead, but I guess now he can really rest. Uh, it's pointless now, Will, but you get another Betty. <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah, that was fucking hilarious. I was like, I was going to keep going with it. I was like, no, I can't. I can't keep a straight face. Yeah, like I said, Will, that got you a penny. Not that you can really do anything with it right now, but hey, good job. Good to know. And I think that's the perfect place to cut it. Yeah. Job well done, everyone. You survived yet again. Only one casualty, which means one less person to pay out. So... Wow, that was The Big Guns, Episode 2, Easy Money. 
Thank you all for listening. It's been a lot of fun recording this. Just a reminder that uh, Savage Worlds was created by Pinnacle Entertainment Group and Riffs was created by Kevin C. Ambietta of Palladium Books. Our next episode will be available on October 19th. Until then, keep dreaming.